dear. I think I know what this is. You see, Stan, as you get older, things that you used to like start looking and sounding like shit. And things that seemed shitty as a child don't seem as shitty. With you, somehow the wires have gotten crossed and everything looks and sounds like shit to you. It's a condition called being a cynical asshole. Oh, no. Yes. There's no known cure, I'm afraid. Everything just seems shitty and everyone starts to seem shitty and everything they say just starts to... It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Yes, Mr. Sherman, everything stinks. Your soul is mine. No! <laughs> you hate to do it, but at the same time, it's hilarious. Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Saturday Night Seth, number 27. Almost hitting that 30 mark. I am your one of your hosts, Fractured Filter. Along with me, as always, Jay Hitman. How are you tonight, sir? Uh, hello? Hitman, hello. Are you there? Can you hear me? Am I good? Yeah, I, I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just, you know, if I make it to you, 30, if we make it to episode 30, I'm buying new internet. You are just having all kinds of technical difficulties today, ain't you? Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, I do not. <laughs> you know, they said, buy, they said buy a computer, they said. They said it'll be fun, they said. You, know, you don't have to worry about anything they said. Why do you need has... a better internet? Uh, probably. I do not know. Your computer has nothing to do with it. Okay. Your well, internet internet seems wonky. Internet service then is. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I give up. I tap out. I'm throwing it in the garbage. If anybody wants a free computer, put it in the comments. It's yours. It has nothing to do with the computer. It's your internet. If that's like, ah, that's what's acting goofy. Anyway, regardless of your technical difficulties tonight, how are you doing, sir? Just uh, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. Ready? Uh, I, you know, it was very, God, just painful. When did you watch this last episode? Did you watch it this morning? Yeah, I, I, I did. I watched it this morning because I, I just kept putting it off and putting it off, and it was like. I guess I finally need to actually just watch it. So this seems to be the thing now. Is just, I just wait until that that mor the morning of, and I watch it. Yeah, it's uh, I struck. You know, I've said it a couple times. I've probably said it three or four different times throughout multiple of these episodes. I've struggled watching it, but this episode, this episode probably takes the cake um, in regards to like struggling. I I struggled hard with it. I can't say I blame you. Like I, I had started to, uh, I had started started watching it, and um, I I got sidetracked by everything else that I've been, especially following that with news that's been dropping as of late. So you know, it it, it certainly um, my attention was not fully there, but it was enough to finally once I had to kick my own ass 
and start watching it. It was like, okay, here we go. Yeah, we go. Uh, it, it was just, it was just really painful. And like, even like trying to make, like I was trying to make notes, like going through it, and it was just, just so hard. Like I wanted yeah. to fast forward through it. I was like, I didn't even want to watch it. Like I got like <laughs> literally. I think I texted you earlier in the. I think I texted you on like Wednesday or Thursday, and I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm off of myself, and I'm putting you in the will, and don't sell my books. <laughs> I mean, it's literally how I felt. Yeah, I can't like I can't say I blame you, but hey, you know, we, we, I, I'm bringing. Some... Well, here we are. I, I haven't off myself, and you. Still yeah, you're still books, here. So. <laughs> I'll just take a real quick moment. Sentinel's uh, in the chat and uh, dropping bombs, of course, as always. Uh, fuck the Mandalorian up the ass or in around the corner. Uh, you can't go anywhere without seeing that character in Grogu. Yeah, uh, it's basically their new mascot for, for Star Wars until we probably get to the point of whenever when ahsoka finally drops oh can we just that'll, can we not? that'll probably be the that'll probably be the next flagship i don't think well andor will come and i just think it'll just go immediately right out the door because it i don't think it'll hit the mark that um that will probably get me gotten from like ahsoka and stuff probably the most bland character out of all I don't know, man. Out of all the characters, I feel like Andor's probably uh, just there's just nothing there. He was like literally. I find more entertainment out of watching the two rocks in my backyard just sit by each other <laughs> than watching Rogue One in that story. And uh, you know, well, you like, know, tr- truth be uh, told, I have not watched Rogue One all the way through in a long time. Uh. Well, the only good the last... part that you missed was... <laughs> well, it's just been a long time. Like, I saw it in theaters. Yeah. And um, I was like, okay, you know, it was it was, it was was serviceable. It was a little, uh, just a little bit better than, um, than uh, I think, at the time, Force Awakens. I don't think uh, Jedi, the, whatever, Last Jedi had come out yet. But then the problem started sinking in. And I started going, oh, wait a minute. They just took Kyle Katarn and Jan Orr's story no, and completely li- bastardized it. Th- literally, literally. There's there's this this dweeb on Twitter. And here, okay, here's the thing. I now know why why Elon backed out of out of the deal with Twitter. But this dweeb hing a ding a durgan dirt face was like giving all this credit to and uh, like Cassian and uh, who's the 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 girl that he wanted to kiss and never kissed because he couldn't find his nuts? What was her name? Jin Orso. Ah, yes, Orso, and basically it's like the saviors of the galaxy because they are the ones that found the plans and all this. And it was and her all along that did the real legwork. While despite Luke Skywalker blowing the Death Star up, she gets all the credit. Right, and it was literally, <laughs> literally just a complete rip off of. Um, Kyle Katarn and um, yeah. yeah, so to homeboy who said that, get your facts straight and go suck a fart. Well, it looks like uh, Sentinel's got got us wanting to go for a certain uh, topic here because, like he mentions, uh, Hasbro will never will never uh, 
never uh, ah, we'll never make another uh new prequel trilogy figure or ot trilogy figure when they're create uh, catering to all these disney plus shows uh and because of that things like the 600 reva lightsaber will always bitch slap them in the face for having the gall to try and sell that to customers yes i don't know if you've seen this i uh uh, the on Hasbro Pulse, they have from the Obi Wan Kenobi show Reva's lightsaber. Have you seen this? No, pull it right, up here. I'll pull it up. Um, here it is, and this is they aren't advertising it as uh, it is the Black Series, um, and they aren't advertising it as like the Grand Inquisitor's lightsaber, but no, it's Reva Third Sister lightsaber. And this is the thing. They are doing it basically like via like crowdfunding almost, right? So they're trying to gauge interest. And, you know, you had all the Disney shills running around and telling uh, and, you know, defending either Reva, defending the Kenobi show. So what do you think? Do you, do you think, uh, do you think this lightsabers is uh, popular? Do you think it's getting, is going to be ready to sell to people? How, well, first of all, how much are they charging? What did you say they're charging for it? They are charging. Ah, oh, crap. Uh, they're charging like $600 for it. Nah, no, uh, there's no way. Yeah. So <laughs> Six, you, oh, $500. You, well, whatever. Close enough. But as you can see here, it requires 5,000 target backers you're at 1,352 backers and you stay still. they only have two days left um i don't think they're gonna make it but you know they say how that i thought we were being told how popular this character was uh all the disney uh all the lucasfilm shills were certainly uh jumping up everyone's ass about no this is a great character what are you talking about the, but, the simple it, fact that this thing is $500 and you can go to Ultra Saber, and, like, you can, I, oh, God, I can't even, like, my, I, I can't, I can't even right now. Like, <laughs> Ultra Saber, which is, in my opinion, probably one of the leading, one of the leading, if not the leading uh, website to get custom-made lightsabers. Like, you can't even find a lightsaber there that's, you know, maybe the starting range like you know four hundred five, maybe you know five fifty. I think I found one. But Black Series are charging five hundred dollars for yep. a lightsaber for a character that was that nobody really parody level acting, basically. But you know what's funny is they have, and this is something that other people have been pointing out, is how you have. So it's not. It's not. Uh, as expensive but it's getting up there so the gi joe classified series cobra tank vehicle here still has 37 days left it's 200 it's 300 but it's already exceeded his backer goal i mean if he didn't <laughs> It's pretty funny when you when you when you compare you have a you can see where the more uh dedicated fan base is, right? Uh from versus G.I. Joe versus I guess you could say the Kenobi series. 
you know, when I went to when I went to uh, Disneyland and my brother and I were doing the um, the Galaxy's Edge thing, you know, they yeah. they had this place where you could buy you could buy the lightsabers, and obviously right. Vader being probably top three favorite characters, his lightsaber wasn't even close to five hundred dollars. I think they well, were selling- it's, it's a different design, like like they showed off with that. It's like it's detachable and all that crud, but um, again, you're still. I mean, it doesn't even spin. It's like you're paying five hundred dollars. Okay, that damn thing better spin. It better do its whole uh, whole crap, man. It's right? probably plat. Like, does it have the details on it? Like, what what it's made out of and everything? I didn't look at all the all of that, but no. I mean, I just, it seems like Black Series, though, is always very overpriced. No, for sure. Black Series is expensive. But, like, I think I saw... Don't quote me. I think I, I, I did see a lightsaber that was up in price. It was, like, Yoda's lightsaber. It was, like, one of the first ones that was released, Black Series. I mean, it was up there in price. I think I found it on, I think, uh, Amazon for maybe $350, $400. But this is Yoda. This is like, yeah. and like I said, like, I'm not a Jedi, like, screw the Jedi. I was all for, you know, the Empire as a Sith, but like, you know, an iconic character, his lightsaber being $400, like, that's, you know, I could, I could somewhat understand that, but Reva, Reva, Reva whatever the hell her name is, like, a, yeah. a D-list, E-list character, her lightsaber <laughs> being $500, like. Right. Well, whoa. and that, this is another funny thing. They had done Mace Windu. Yeah, and you know they like to say the whole uh, Ross's fan, fan base and all that. Uh, his was sold out. Granted, it's a, it was one hundred and seventy four dollars, right? But clearly, that sold. People wanted it. People I got mean, it. I'm just saying. Probably, <laughs> you know, like kind of funny. They're probably playing it, playing with it while they're watching Pulp Fiction. <laughs> you know, or what? Like. It just makes no sense, and they they did this thing like I, you know, when you you got to be careful when you go onto Instagram and all the all the other stuff because you know Disney they they blow this stuff up. But they were selling was it Lola, Lalo, Lil Gaga, whatever her droid's name was in the show. They were selling one of those robotic droids that was look no like it literally looked like it was plastic. Oh, like, uh, Leia's droid? Yeah, Leia's, whatever it is. Lola, Layla, Lala, <laughs> whatever it is. You're forgetting an OT character's name. Come on, man. No, the robot, her robot. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Her yeah. robot was something. Yeah, yeah, They were selling it for like $180 at like I'd, Galaxy's Edge or I would something. Just, yeah, I just call it Leia's little robot. It's like, what yeah. else? I don't know what else. To, I forgot it. I didn't bother with its name. <laughs> no. This is ridiculous. Like, one, you are literally... Like I said, man, I, for those who are listening, I just got to come clean. So I feel like I have a, a duty to everybody and a responsibility. I'm in anger management and my therapist says I can't call people donkeys. <laughs> but if you buy this lightsaber, if you literally go out and buy this lightsaber, you are a donkey. Uh, no lies detected. Like 100%. Like I don't like $500 for for a light. Like I no, it's don't rid- think. It's, oh, my God. I, I don't think a true Star Wars fan would buy this would buy this <clears throat> lightsaber. I couldn't imagine it. And if you I mean, do, there, although there's apparently there was apparently a thousand people apparently uh uh chucking in on it. It's like, are you? I, I can only one, imagine. I can only imagine that it's just the collectors for collectors' sake. You know, 
Um, they're just shy. This is so yeah. One th- if anybody, yeah. If anybody who has heard me say that Disney's Disney, you know, are a bunch of shysters and disagree with me, I'll give you two two pieces of, of crucial evidence. One, if you don't if you don't believe me, go and look at the how the was it the Gla- battle was it the Galactic Star Cruiser experience whatever it is. Oh, go look at those prices yeah. and and come back and let me know if you don't think that that's greedy. Or not, and then two. Look at the the price of this lightsaber yeah. for a stupid light, like in like a, I can't. I'm biased because I was. I've never been a fan of the Inquisitors. There's only one Inquisitor that I actually somewhat liked, and that was uh, Inqu- Malorum from Last of the Jedi. Right? Did he even have? A, did he, I didn't get to a point to know if he got a, if he had a lightsaber or not. I don't know, but uh, it doesn't doesn't matter. He's the only Inquisitor that I uh, that I respected. Right. I don't know if I did. I'm in the second book, and I've not, I've not gotten to that point. Obi Wan has infiltrated the uh, to get there. He's with Farron, and um, they're right. have in, infiltrated the uh, prison. I laugh for better term, the prison and everything. But no lightsaber duels has uh, happened yet. But, I'm just looking to see if they say anything on the, on this about the lights here, but it just does it come up? Does it pull? Does it spin? Oh, here, here let me uh, let me bring it back up. So, so okay, they have the basically like you see the single hand. So like when he yeah. detached it, but otherwise, I mean, in the single hand or not the single hand, but the 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 the, the top ring off, and it's in the staff saber. I mean, this is. I think the thing is, is like, this is just basically the any any of the Inquisitors' lightsabers, any of the Inquisitors. Which, this is their lightsaber. Every single. But they're calling it Reva's. Which it's, is stupid. But yeah. <laughs> like they thought it would market better. Um, Listen, it's not our opinion. Like this, it being an Inquisitor's lightsaber, it's not our opinion. Look at every single. I mean, I would almost. I'm. About ninety nine percent sure every Inquisitor has the exact same lightsaber. Yeah, the one that spins. Yeah, now, whether or not much. they can fly with it, like Floney <laughs> did in Rebels, I don't know. We haven't um, gotten to see it. I don't. I listen, and nor will I. Nor will I, because the day you make me watch Rebels is the day I put you in my will. <laughs> it's, I don't. Trying do, to. Yeah. I was just trying to see if they had anything on what it's made. It just, that's what, that's what I want to know. Because it, just seems it, to, it seems to be just talking about it in general. It's not really um, mentioning what. Yeah. Like, I have I've held some of those. I have actually, I've held the Black Series, one of the Black Series lightsabers. I've, I've held it. And compared to um, one of the, like, Ultra Sabers and whatnot. Uh-huh. Um, it's just there's no there's no there's no comparison. It's it's like linking logs to Legos. Well, and I was um I was listening to the Flashcast and it was and Anna that Star Wars girl. She was saying she's gotten some of these black uh, black series lightsabers, and they're just kind of like cheap poorly as hell. Made. Yeah, oh, poorly yeah. made. Hundred you, percent. You're better off. Uh, I forget if she who she, if she recommended anybody to actually shop towards. Uh. Uh, Yellow Flash himself, he was saying he got one from Galaxy's Edge a long time ago, and it was actually like heavy duty, kind of yeah, heavy well, feeling saying. metal and stuff like yeah. that. The Vader so. one I held was listen. I had I had two options, right? I could 
I could have left this shop with his lightsaber for $250. I think it was maybe like three, it was on sale, but like I could have left this place $300 poor and not pay my mortgage or um, <laughs> paid my mortgage and just let it sit. Right. Um, so, but I held it and I held it like three or four times. There's a story, like I, I kept asking the guy if I could hold it. And I held this thing probably four times. And I was on the fence whether or not to buy it because it was really well made. And it was like two hundred, three hundred dollars, and I was, you know, but um, yeah. So it was, it was definitely high quality. But I've I've held Black Series, and it's like, it's like they're they try to be marketing marketing geniuses. They're like, we're gonna call it Black Label, and we're gonna put it in a black black box. We're gonna, you know, make it slick and all this <laughs> and that, and then we're gonna we're literally gonna, you know, we're gonna have it made in Disneyland China, and yeah. we're just gonna sell. We're gonna send it to the U.S. and we're gonna tell everybody that it's you know high quality stuff. And after you literally hit your four-year-old niece with it, it breaks. And then you try right. to refund it and return it, and they're like, you know, never answer the phone. It's sad. It's so, sad. yeah, I just oh God, and this, I just feel like we're getting a show. I feel like we're gonna get a show. I feel like Reva's gonna get her show. Oh, I'm I sure. Mean, of it. Uh, At this point, I'd be a little shocked if she didn't. Just a little bit. But at the same time, with the way they keep like announcing projects and then canceling them at the same time, it would not surprise me that it kind of uh, it's just dust in the wind and it fades away. You know, like are you so excited for uh, Lego uh, Star Wars <laughs> holiday adventure or whatever? I I, I literally re- when I sent you that last night and your your response, I literally was cracking up because <laughs> I thought you were t- I thought you were directing it at me. Like how dare I send you that? <laughs> I was, well, you know, I was gonna have fun with it. Yeah. Uh, and I said, yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck. Well, guess uh, we're watching Lego Star Wars now. <laughs> to give a little context behind what we're talking about, uh, I I was on Instagram and they had apparently posted more um, projects that Disney is coming out with. Um, outside the ones that we had talked about on, I think, yeah, 24, 23. And Le- it was like Lego Holiday Adventures or ho- it was like uh, Lego Star Wars Vacation. Something just utterly ridiculous was one of the projects that they were. It, w- it was, I think there was already a Lego one that we talked about, but this one was specifically. Yeah, here's it was the, like a- the Lego, the Star Wars, uh, Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. Yes. August 5th, 2022. Uh, they're apparently uh, going to take holiday on the Halcyon Star Cruiser and see where Anakin and Padme knocked the work boots <laughs> prior to having Luke and Leia. Are they gonna Are they gonna use the black light on the room? <laughs> I I don't know, but it's you know it's just let's hope not. They really don't get the concept of quality over quantity, but it's like I'm really starting to I'm really starting to believe that it's, it's just they're literally like a monkey throwing crap at a wall and seeing what sticks like how one oh, absolutely. It's, just, it's so mind-boggling it's like george took on like he did you know one two three four five six right, right. and he poured every i mean it, God, i can't even I, I don't even know how i want to explain it. it's like he Lord did so much soul into it. yeah into <laughs> into you know one project but six, six different movies poured out his blood sweat and tears and his passion into it and they were i don't know i you know everybody can find faults with him but generally speaking 
beautifully done and, and wonderful movies, right? And like yeah. then you have like Disney come in and it's like they're trying to do like 14, 15 different projects and they can't even nail a single good series. I haven't watched a single like, oh Jay Hitman, you're you're just biased and my my but I have not been I have not seen one I think you're justified in your biases. Hundred <laughs> percent. I have not seen one Star Wars project done by Disney that rivals what Lucas did. Every single project that they have come out with has broke has broke continuity, uh, has yeah. not followed lore, and is just it's, dog water. Yep. And they want to say, well, they didn't have, they don't, uh, you know, Deborah Chow didn't have the budget. Well, you know, you're you can make no. do with a without a budget. I mean, Jesus, no, for the most not. part. No, but like the, the, you can't even doubt that argument holds her water because she could go to Kathleen and she's like, "Hey, like I like if you want this to be a thing, if you want to bridge, I don't know, maybe the gap between you know the Lucas, you know the loyalists and like the new fan base, like give me some money, give us a budget to where I can create something that is going to actually be good. Instead, let's create Kenobi in less than <laughs> like three weeks. Let's yeah. rewrite the story." Because for whatever reason, Kennedy didn't like it. Let's rewrite this story and let's push it out. And in, 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 you know, three weeks might be an exaggeration, but it was it was enti- was entirely rushed, right? So you yeah. can't get one good. Th- oh God, my, my blood pressure. I gotta go take my blood pressure medicine. <laughs> you can't get one good thing right, but yet you're gonna come up with twelve different projects. Literally yeah. twelve. Like I'm not even joking. 12. You could. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. This whole like this whole thing was stupid. so many different projects. It's just like. I mean, I I'm all for planning ahead and everything, but I mean, when you when you got some that are also just to be announced, two to be determined, whatever, it's like maybe you should actually maybe kind of hold back for a little bit, work on everything, no, and then start releasing. No, information. It, it's almost like you're playing Call of Duty and you're you're you have a machine gun and you're literally just you're spraying and praying that you hit somebody. That is exactly <laughs> what they're doing. Basically, they're pumping yeah. all this stuff out, hoping that. The, the oh, I'm not going to say it. It's a kid's show. <laughs> hoping that some of these just mindless drones that are, you know, their fan base yeah. will, oh, how dare you? You can't, them fighting words, you can't, you can't say that about them. Yes, num, I can, num, because num, that's what they Eat are. it up. They just eat it up. Eat it up. You, you spoon feed them a spoonful of dog crap. They're going to think that Gordon Ramsay cooked it. Pretty much. Uh, no, but it just yeah. So oh, God, I'm going. Back. I I digress. I'm going. Where's my spray bottle? I have my spray bottle. Well, here here's the spray bottle. Uh, Sentinel. I heard Stig Kenobi say this, and I agree with it. Star Wars had two perfect actors for Kyle Katarn and Jan Ors, and they cast them as Cobb Vanth and Fennec Shand. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, bro. if you probably if you probably wanted them later on post uh, original trilogy. Yeah, I mean, well, shame on I, them. They they ruined Timothy Oliphant's career. Like I, I am, I was somewhat of a fan. Like, I really, what you what? Or well, okay. First, yeah, I mean, for, just because some, I mean, it is a Star Wars project. It gets the name out at a higher level, but I mean, I think he's already been a, doing fine, anyways. From a certain point of view, maybe. But yeah, like I really, I like, I I was a fan of of him. Maybe I'm just weird, but yeah, then they, <laughs> they bring this guy in and. I just no, don't. I, I don't understand I, it. I don't understand like the 
All right, okay, so we're we were of the same generation, right? So like you and I's pretty close, yeah. Probably idea of creativity is actually in my like, and maybe this is just subjective and biased, but it's like we grew up on. I think our idea of creativity is like legit creativity, but like the stuff that <laughs> Disney comes up with, like their idea of creativity is literally just dog crap on a wall and hoping that somebody will view it as a Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> I mean, what else could I say for that? <laughs> I'm just. Have you seen Jackson? I mean, like, no. I'm just like I don't understand the the. I, I guess I don't understand like the, their creativity and every like people can say, well, that's the point of creativity because it speaks to some people, not others. But like, I don't understand. I don't understand how these people can come up with this just this dog water, just these ideas like that make no sense. Like, oh, let's. It's like somebody woke up. And like, hey, oh my goodness, I have the greatest idea ever that's going to put Star Wars, you know, Disney Lucas film on the map. We're going to break continuity. We're going to drag these characters through the mud. We're going to Disneyficate all over them. And the people are going to eat it up because, you know what, nobody knows what continuity is. Nobody knows what lore is. And George Lucas has been out forever. So, like, this is the greatest idea ever. It's going to revive Star Wars. We're going to yeah. be the saviors of Star Wars. And then it's like, and then we see it and like, what? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I just, I, literally, that's what I feel like. I feel like they just woke up and like, we're going to break continuity. It's, it's going to be the greatest thing ever. It's like going to a gym and eating a, it's like going to a gym and eating a Big Mac in front of everybody. <laughs> like, it makes no sense. Like, ah, uh, uh. I was calm before the show. I was having a somewhat good day. My internet crashes, and then I see the stupid lightsaber. It seemed it seemed to have been just everything building up, building up. It it, I think I think it has. I think you know it's a kids show. We got to be there for the kids. You know, family show. We we've tried to you know be be good, but like it's just <laughs> pent up rage. Like it's just a stupidity at its finest, and it's like I don't I don't get it. You know, in an argument, you know, so you always want to try to you know. To have a condu like a conducive argument or a conversation, you want to always see where the other person's coming from because if yeah. you don't, then it's not going to go anywhere. But it's like, ah, no, like I don't want to in this situation because you're just stupid. It makes no sense whatsoever. Right. I'm done. I'm sorry, kids. Uh, I apologize. Uh, so the Sentinel continuing on. He says also one one scale and one twelve scale doesn't work for crowdfunding. Uh, for an IP like Star Wars with its history of figures and vehicles, uh, what they should be doing is more stuff like the Razor Crest and Sail Barge. Um, big vehicles that you can put the 3.7 inch uh, scale figures in. That's why Star Wars works so well as toys. Yeah, and that's what George was kind of known for, was just being kind of the toy marketeer. Oh, yeah, so much. Had, I mean, uh, look anytime, look on a uh, Tim open airlocks uh, Twitter page. He's always posting relics of the day and stuff and some old toys. You want and you want to know work why and... George was. If you want, if if there's anybody questioning what Fracture just said about George being really good, it, you still have that clip that we played about. Uh, we went. It was uh, there's literally forty Ray Last Jedi Rays on the shelf. You remember sending me that? Oh, it was at a, at a store, and there was literally. <laughs> the, they they, that's, they been like, that, that's that's been that way for so many of the sequel trilogy yeah. toys that so that there are the figures that are like stacked and yes. on clearance and 
there's not a moving. Yeah, it's it, it's it's hilarious. Yeah, it's like all the all the original trilogy toys done sold, but Ray from the Last Jedi is the only one they have. They can't leave a four foot section empty, so let's just take the forty six um, hundred Ray action figures we have in the back, and we'll just put them in this four foot section and hope that they'll sell. <laughs> right. Uh, it was like it was like sweet vengeance when I saw yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sentinel, because you could fit action figures in the vehicles of play sets. Um, uh, also says uh, I would I would shame any Star Wars fan who crowdfunded a Reva lightsaber. The casuals have completely infiltrated and assimilated the fan base. <laughs> Uh, do you I mean, like I, 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 has I it been re- has this thing actually been I don't mean to cut you off but like has this thing actually been released this isn't a joke this is no it, like no, 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 no 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 it's just joke. like like he, like it is it's just being crowdfunded so what they're trying to do is gauge interest and then if it does meet the mark then yes then they can produce the toys and sell them to the people that bought in but otherwise if it doesn't hit the mark then it's called okay people get their money back and uh, no, no uh, lightsaber is made because they aren't, they aren't getting interest for it. Unless oh Disney steps in and says, "No, we're gonna have you make these things because we need to push this character some more." Uh, you, so here, here's some more money and make them. Push the character where you? I don't know. You, into the dumpster. <laughs> you know, I have nothing against. Moses Ingram is. I don't know her. I don't have anything, anything against her. Her, you know. No, it has nothing to do with. No, it has nothing. No, no, it has nothing to do with the person. It has everything to do with the character itself and the 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 people behind the project that couldn't direct properly or get get anything out of out of this whole production. The writers, they just they took they Frankenstein together and uh what was supposed to be a trilogy movie uh uh script and cobbled it together for a six episode miniseries. Yeah, so it is the epitome of stupidity. You say like to push they want to push this character, like the only thing you have done is Push this character into a like a hot. I just I can't even I can't even talk right now, guys. Just a <laughs> dumpster fire, like you wrote yeah. an atrocious character who had D level acting. And again, I'm not trying to take a shot at her, but the acting was atrocious. The character was just yeah. Yeah, I mean. poor put together. And then you and then you conflated this ridiculous Star Wars fan racist story. Like, yeah, did she get messages? Maybe, but if you look at the messages that she got compared to I don't know, doing the dude getter, Cara Dune's care, uh, Gino Carano, like, yeah. oh, what you did? Oh my god, it's like let's have a dick measuring competition. Like the things that she got compared to Cara, uh, I keep calling her Cara Dune, uh, Gino Carano. Oh my! Like you, no, there's no worse. competition. Yeah, no, way worse, and you were nowhere to be found. Why? Because she's white. Well, and the same right? people that were, you know, uh, uh, attacking her are the are then the people are the people <laughs> that did yes. But again, like to push this character is like so. If you wanted to push this character, like and again, like making a light, they want to make a light super to help push the character. Like you should have started this process. I don't know. Maybe before you came out with the series, 
before you had an idea of where the like you know what I mean? If you were gonna create this character, create a good character that will help you, therefore, you know, push her along, but like now you're just trying to do damage control damage control because you screwed the pooch yeah. when you created this character. Absolutely. Like, this, ladies and gentlemen, this is probably like like I don't know how many months it took us to go through Kenobi. This is like six plus <laughs> weeks of just it felt like a long time. Didn't it? <laughs> and, and again, because it's a kids show, it's a family show, we got it. You know, we got them on our P's and Q's, but it's like it's just it's just I think or I feel like I'm at my breaking point with it. Maybe not my breaking point. Definitely, you know what? Screw it to a breaking point with with this re- this utter just ridiculousness and i'm very proud of uh, fracture because he's cool calm collected or he's just laughing trying not to laugh <laughs> on the other end uh, eh. but no i mean i, he, I he's probably he's like yes uh, you're in early pieces of life. well no he, well that's that's why i put together that clip that i play i felt like playing again because i yeah. liked it so much of uh you know obi-wan kenobi the the show's sucking out my soul because at the end of that whole run that last episode i just felt freaking drained i haven't i haven't had i haven't had a show and this is a funny thing okay so and i get like so one of my favorite shows of all time is mystery science theater 3000 and the whole premise of the show is them watching bad movies uh, they're for, they're subjected to it no matter what. And granted, though, I mean they're making fun of it, and that's part of the enjoyment is that you're getting. But the thing is, is that you are still also being tortured along with them and watching some of these bad movies. But this yeah. is the thing: I would probably take any one of those bad movies on its Over. own. On yeah. his own, without MST, I'd probably watch him and have more fun. Yeah. Because, and because, you know, for me, for a lot of it, it's just all, like, detached. They're just singular movies. They aren't anything else other than, boom, there you go. They're not attached to an IP, usually. Uh, right. For, they did do some of the old Godzilla movies and all the Gamera movies and stuff, but... Uh, regardless of that, it's it's like you know a lot of these movies. Give it to me. I'll I'll watch that versus watching Kenobi ever again. I mean, what are your thoughts? Yeah, just God, we this is this gonna be like a constant. I swear. Um, until the, until it, we die. Yes. Because because I mean, it was just the fact of how much damage was done to not only these characters but then also to the the basically the the star wars galaxy as a whole because of how many problems it opened up yeah ah. do you think it was their intention to do this or do you think they're just so stupid they they just didn't think about it uh they're just so stupid that they didn't think about it like they probably legitimately thought they're you know putting out their their good work I, i'm sure that's they're oh god you know, you, you you think that, or at least maybe it's just I I I think that they aren't coming from anywhere with any kind of malicious intent or anything, and it's just you know, it's just kind of stupidity running rampant. Um, and there's nothing intentional, but at the same time, I mean, I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're they they're doing this purposefully to to drive us all insane away from the to, to where we'll just I don't know. we'll just tap out and walk away i 
and like I, I but i doubt that they have anything better waiting in the in the wings for to take the place of all this so i don't know i don't know i just find it very interesting yeah. i not even interesting it's just i don't know it's I uh, just just so much so much frustration because Absolutely. it's like you know it's frustration to see what they did it's frustration trying to understand like how you could come to a point to even think that it was a good idea yeah or like I said to your point like they may actually be smart and they actually may be methodically slowly doing this to push us away to where they because the the the, the you know, again, there are some people out there, there are some fans that will eat it up. You can literally, like I said, make Kenobi, you, they release Kenobi, and there are fans out there that eat it up. They think it's the greatest thing ever. They, I have heard people say that fight, the fight scene between Anakin and Vader, the third fight, was the greatest fight that they've ever seen. <laughs> and, 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 and it was so much better than, than uh Return of the, uh, Revenge of the Sith, and and I'm like, did you even watch Return of? Or I keep saying Return. Did you even watch Revenge of the Sith? Oh, parts. Well, what part did you watch? Like, did you clearly watch they're the in credits? and out? Did you watch the opening credits? Did you like like what part of the movie did you watch? Because if any, like for you to say, oh, that's why I'm saying was so much better than Revenge of the, the Revenge of the Sith, like. And again, there's always a uh, like a bias, right? Whatever, if that's what you want to say. But like, I honestly, from like, I don't understand how you can even make that comparison. He threw boulders at Vader, and it didn't <laughs> even affect him. Like that, that's what, and he got he got buried, and was like, you know, like you know, and but like that that's. That's that's so much better than than the final this far. I'm so sorry. Please I, forgive my ignorance. I, I can't see the rationale for that. I really don't. If I throw uh, boulders at you, uh, you were gonna test this. I'm gonna throw boulders at you and see if you're impervious. <laughs> um, that, that'll that'll end very quickly, <laughs> and I'll be in a lot of pain. <laughs> no, but like this this is what people have said. Like, and I, I don't. I help me under. You have always. You have been. One that has helped me uh, channel in my inner anger, um, but you also also at times have been the voice of, of reason when I wanted to force joke <laughs> people, um, mainly just saying just do it. Um, but help me understand this. Like, am I wrong? Am I off? Like, help me understand. Am I just wrong? No, the, I just the, old, no, am I old bias? Uh, no, because I, I again, I, you're asking. I mean, we watched, you're watched asking the potentially fight. the wrong person because I'm also in the same mindset of. I can't see how you get anywhere close to the scale, to the, you know, uh, to the emotion of what's going on, to the setup, to uh, that fight scene on Mustafar. It's like, you don't have that with this series. You don't, not, you're not even close. And I him mean, tanking boulders is again, them just, I can, I'm guessing some of the excuses was, oh, he's a dark sider. He's channeling his anger. But, but it's like no you there's a there's a the body has a limit <laughs> and you know i understand uh, i don't last time i checked i don't i don't think there were i don't think his suit was armor like plated like obviously his helmet 
No, I boots. don't think it was like Durasteel or something. I like don't that. think it was Durasteel. I mean, definitely, maybe, maybe in the, oh, you know what it is? You know what it is in this oh, universe? God. Oh, it's God. Beskar. Oh, God. That's, it's Beskar. <sighs> I just, I just, I found out the answer. That's why he's, that's listen, funny. Mando <laughs> got pelted. God damn it. That's, that's it. Mando got oh. pelted with a blaster fire, and that's the, that's the plot armor. We just figured it out. Mark our words at what time is it? At um, <laughs> 5.03 p.m. Yes, at 5.03 p.m. Uh, we, have discovered, we have discovered why Vader was impervious <laughs> to the boulders. His oh armor is best car. Speaking of Skywalker, the Sentinel, I bought the Master Replicas FX lightsabers. Look up Master Replicas. My 2007 Anakin Skywalker lightsaber still lights up and is more accurate than Disney's version. Yeah, I've uh, I've looked I've looked around uh, for uh, replica lightsabers because there are certain ones I would love to um, have, especially either like a Luke Episode Six, uh, Kenobi Episode Three, or Kyle Katarn's. You know, any of those three for sure. Have maybe, we done a maybe a Darth have- Bane? Oh, have we done a um on the show? Have we asked each other like favorite lightsaber of all time? I no, know but you we are... might want to save that for next week since we don't really have a show. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we we're debating what we're gonna do. So yeah, maybe we'll do yeah. we'll do that for next week. Um, and then uh, Sentinel again. I disagree. They knew exactly what they were doing. They wanted to socially engineer the fan base. They did so by rejecting longtime fans, fully embraced the gynocentric route, and said "f you" to Luke. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Sinnoh has been you've been right on the money. Um, every I mean, episode. I, I can see that. It, I, I definitely agree. It's like as the overarching plan coming from you know Kennedy herself. I, I just kind of look at it from also then just the you know project level itself. Like until she gets her filthy hands on it, the people themselves that are there may be coming at it from a different perspective but at the same time i he's he's got it i mean i agree with signal though because here here here's here's the thing who better who who else would know the fan base better than the the woman she identifies (laughs) as a woman she does because she's what is is a woman so right yeah but who would know the fan base better than than a woman who was side by side with george through thick and thin so God, I honestly, right? I actually do agree that this is a, a systematic, you know, re I don't even know what you, what word to use for it, but I think a kind of reconstruction of the fan base or the, the mindset, because she did know, she knew the fan base. She absolutely did. So I, I think there is a systematic, uh, I don't want to say takeover, but yeah, I, I, I <laughs> no, it's, it's, it all it's smells, it is. no, 100%. All fishy like, for you to for for her, yeah. Like you were there, like you knew the fan base, and for you to say, "Well, no, I didn't." Like you're a liar because you're with yeah, George. Saw the for fan base. Saw years. saw the probably the the con since the beginning. You know the the the, the Star Wars celebration since what two thousand something. Uh, yeah. they've been doing these for a long time. So I mean, the fan base has always been there. They've always seen it, but they don't like why, us. Why do you think, They don't like though, us. <laughs> and we why, don't like them either. <laughs> well, we, yeah, 100%. But why do you think that is? Like, do you, do you think, 
let's just let's just I just want to touch on this real quick. So do you think that oh, if okay, Kathleen, since 1999? Okay. Wow. If, if Kennedy if they continued what George, you know what George wanted in, in his story and everything, would you think that the newer generation would like it or would not understand it? Like what would be the reason well, well now think of our coworker that oh, yeah force awakens is basically his introduction to star wars that's where some that's, of these that's, his that's where some of these are coming ours. from no i'm not saying it's our fault i'm just saying that you know you chose to watch this dog water trilogy like <laughs> you know they didn't have they didn't have proper guidance i agree I'm just saying that, you know, for some of this fan base now that's coming in, unfortunately, uh, yeah, the sequel trilogy was their first trilogy. That's where they came in at. Now, whether or not, like, organic or just to help virtue signal and crap like that, Lord knows. But, I mean, for some people, it is called, uh, this is, that was their starting point. And he, I mean, I talked to him. He sees the he sees some of the he sees the problems, but like for him, he he says he likes it over a new hope. And it it's blasphemy on every level. But uh, unfortunately, that's where some of these kids are coming in at. You have them cheering like seal, clapping like seals, and everything at the new celebration for these new dog water characters. And shows and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, um, it's unfortunate. But yeah, but like, so I mean, is that it though? Like, it's because that that was their their introduction. Yeah. I. Star Wars has always been for all audiences and has resonated with people from all walks of life. Of course, they would have. Uh, had both the old and, and new fans because the old fans bred new breed new fans, yeah. But hey, some of them miss out; they don't always have the old fans to show them the proper way. Our, uh, but why go? But why go this route though? Like after George, so like we, I some of it's like that. some of it's like the for <clears throat> for some of it like uh, FOMO, fear of missing out, and I. So they want the big popular thing at the time. It's there. So they go and get in. They go and check it out. And they maybe happen to get into it. And but they want something to, you know, of course, talk about with the rest of their friends, positive or negative, whatever that may be. And it's kind of like what to a degree working in the environment we do and hearing people talk about what they do. It's like, okay, so I guess I got to kind of check this out so I know what the hell everyone's talking about otherwise i'm just the geezer still talking about old person old movies and stuff like that that they're just they just look at me and go huh um yeah (laughs) yeah i just don't understand why they wouldn't like you'll never know we'll never know but just try to think you know like why they chose to go this route you know other than like them like giving said, it to peer pressure, <laughs> fear the fear but of from out. who, like their it, own friends, their own clicks, whatever. Well, know. I'm talking about like I'm talking about Luke, like Lucas film oh, in Lucas. general. Like it's not like 
you know, the they don't have global I don't think they'd have global elites running Disney Lucasfilm <laughs> behind the scene. Maybe they do like they do like, you know, the country, but I, I just don't understand it. Like it makes no sense. And and I guess we'll never understand or I'll never understand how um somebody can eat just eat this up and actually say it's good. Even if it was like, well, you grew up on it like again, like it breaks my heart that you grew up on it and that's what the first thing you saw, but I just don't understand it. I don't. Makes no Neither sense. Neither do I. Neither do I. All right, well my blood pressure's gone down three notches, so making <laughs> progress. Okay, good. Well, with uh, cooling down a little bit, um, I, there's something that I wanted to go, and I sh- I sent you the link to the video earlier. Yes, um, I did watch it. Yeah, so uh, and I'll, I'm going to pull it up in just a moment. The, uh, this creator, uh, Eric July, goes by uh, Young Ripa Five Nine on on YouTube, is creating his own comic book company. He finally made the announcement that's gonna be drop uh, like pre-orders and stuff like that are gonna be dropping on Monday. I, I since this got mentioned from him and just how certainly knowledgeable he is of comics and stuff like that, not from oh, from even both sides. Like he he's he did a deep dive of Justice League, did a whole video on it before um, the uh, Zack Snyder Justice League dropped, which was. A really great video. I watched it all the way through. It was like, and it was a long one too. But it was a really interesting uh, deep dive because then it got me. It got me to kind of go, oh, so that was the <coughs> beginning. Then this is how they got here, sort of thing, which was really cool. Um, but he's creating his his company, the Ripaverse, to essentially, you know, uh, contend with the big two. And that's yeah. certain, and it's certainly with this, uh, like, he, like he's gonna be saying, I'll and I'll play the video in just a moment. Um, certainly, this is, uh, in terms of like being able to get, you know, accessibility to to customer, not only customers, but you know, just the name out there and stuff like that. It's this is a hell of a time to be able to do it because you can also be very uh, independent, and that's what even from uh, some things like. Uh, like indie comics and the whole comics gate crowd, they've been able to really do cra- some great ca- crowd fundings and get their books going and get people for some people getting people to buy comics again. Right. They had otherwise walked away from the industry altogether. So, and there's been uh, one of the leading charges with e- was Ethan Van Skyver, which I'm guessing you probably know better that name yeah. than I do. Um. For his Green Lantern and stuff like that, from what I uh, from what I've followed up on, getting to know that, and then um, just other YouTubers, uh, that Umbrella guy, he he's done a, uh, a comic line basically called. And I got I've gotten them; they're really good. Like he's like his whole thing was wanting to have uh, comic books for uh, people of all ages, not just for adults but also for like his he has two uh, little two daughters and his they they're basically getting included into the comic book as well and even uh his oldest has done like some comic covers and helped out with it which is really cool and so we've, yeah. there's been these little projects going on here and there and you know been making a lot of success 
yeah, certainly now what is what is needed to light the fire because I mean more competition is is good. Oh, so let me sure. let me pull this up now. And like it is, the pre-orders start on Monday, 7-11-22, on his web, on the website ripperverse.com. Let me know if you if you can hear this or not. I'm Eric July, founder, owner, and writer. Welcome. Can you to hear the it just fine? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The Riververse is the result of a comic book lifer that wanted to be a part of the solution instead of always griping about the problem. Now, don't get me wrong. This was always a part of my aspirations. However, the current climate certainly sped things up. You've watched some of your favorite comic book characters be bastardized to the point to where they're completely unrecognizable. They're just used as career stepping stones for a lot of writers that don't care about the lore. Some even despise their fans. And that's, you know, that's been my point of contention a lot of times, too, with uh, with the comic, with some of the comics, the few that I do follow, mainly just Spider-Man, is that the lore at any time has been screwed up, messed up in whatever yeah. way possible. And no, and, as, and it's been part of my problem too, is that, you know, it gets ha- uh, handed off from writer to writer. Yeah. Got no consistency. Yes. You have your editors, but they aren't really maintaining lore or canon. No, they don't care. <clears throat> I mean, there's some that do, but more often than not, like your right. point, it just gets, they get handed. It gets lost in the, it gets lost in the yeah. folds. Those are people that just want to tell stories that represent their social political views, even if they don't make sense for the characters that they're writing. And of course, these mega corporations that control these properties don't exactly make it easy for you to get in and understand what's canon. So maybe it's time for something new. We are a comic book company first and foremost that will never be forgotten no matter how big this venture gets. And we are guided by a set of principles known as the Ripperverse. I mean, this this having this right here is a definite strong thing too. And I'm gonna I got one point that I definitely want to go into. Ethic. You will find this on a page in every single book that we release, and it's a set of standards that we certainly want you to hold us to. There are three main things that we will always emphasize. Number one, respect the customer. We aren't owed your dollar, but we love to have you as longtime supporters. It's going. I'd say this is is something indicative of not only the comic book industry, but even the video game industry, where yeah. you know uh, the customer, the the fan, the I mean, and you know, I I get it. Sometimes we 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 all spout out off the mouth, just kind of shout shout at the sky about what's wrong, what's this, what's that. But it's like at the same time, there's there's nuggets of truth that we kind of throw their way and be like, hey, this could be improved upon, right? And there's there's an and but it, and then it comes down to there's no respect going back and forth, and it just and it, this was something that when I got the chance to, um work as a quality assurance tester once upon a time ago uh it was it was usually called like if you submitted a bug report to them 
it was always just called nah um you're either on the wrong build or it's just it, it works fine for me you're doing it wrong or whatever and it was there was no like there was sometimes no uh work between because the dev the developers themselves saw them saw themselves as that higher uh echelon basically of they were right and the the testers were just wrong they but like part of the problem was they were upset because uh people were nitpicking their quote artwork but it's like you know everybody sees flaws and problems and different stuff and uh, if it's constructive and everything, why not take that and improve upon it? Make yourself better, you know? And I just got to say, too, for at least from what I've been seeing so far with the artwork that's been shown off, and I and like it is what we already watched. You watched it separately. I'd watched it separately. But I if I hope the, the, the style stays. That's another thing that I'm always about is consistent on the styles of the art because if i like it i'm like god dang i want to see i want to keep yeah keep yeah yeah. keep getting hopefully that's part of it going to be up to us to keep you interested and invested now anytime there's passion involved there's going to be those conflicts but we'll respect you so as long as you respect us it's all about reciprocity our second point of emphasis is canon and continuity now yeah this is going to be my my another big I'll be continuing from what I just said a few moments ago, but hang on. This is an ever-expanding universe. There's going to be many of characters that will be introduced, but when you buy a book from us, you own a piece of history. It matters. These events will not be erased by way of time travel or some multiversal aspect. And number three... uh So yeah, the canon and continuity. This is definitely where he got my attention most of all. Because I... For, for a while, I was trying to follow uh, a good chunk of the Spider-Man runs and keep up with it and know what, try and know what was going on. But the problem a lot of times that I was always faced with was then it was just called, oh, well, you've got to also, like they'd always have in the little, like right, like the corner uh, uh, panels, oh, read this issue of, you know, uh, for for like the uh, like some of the old symbiote stuff of and separate uh, the venom and carnage and whatnot, you'd have to like yeah. go and read a whole other uh, comic book or go back go to uh, spectacular Spider-Man or something like that. You'd have to read another issue to get the full story, right? And then, like he says, the the multiverses, the the reboot, the you know the whole reset of a universe. No, I got I got real tired of that, and that's definitely why I gravitated myself. I gravitated way more towards manga because at least you had a complete story drawn out, done out. Sometimes the endings weren't always fantastic, but you right. had consistency in the artwork, and you had consistency in the story. And sometimes, yes, some of them were unfortunately ended abruptly due to the way they conduct their uh their comics over there so sometimes yeah they got the axe if they didn't get enough votes and stuff like that but you know but at least a lot of the times those big the big projects that were going on the the dragon balls the naruto's one piece and stuff like that the, well, one piece is still freaking going on but is it really oh yeah it's still going um and 
Berserk has been now oh. continued with under a new um, artist well, yeah, and everything. Since, uh, the Mira the past, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the thing is, and that's a that in of itself is a rarity. But you know, usually you've got that artist that's writing that. Sometimes usually the artist is doing the story himself or herself, depending on what uh, genre you're reading. But they do it co- to completion usually, and you get that full story, Bing Bang Boom done and that's that is definitely what i i've liked that idea of hey we got an end end point and that's good and sometimes in i've heard him talk on some other uh podcasts and saying that they're not going to do if, if anything it's not going to go back to number one it's just going to be a continuing story just maybe certain things changed yeah but otherwise a continuous story so definitely that won me completely. That was definitely my big takeaway. A comprehensive timeline. No matter when you jump into this space, we want to make it easy for you to get caught up on some characters that you're interested in. So we're going to keep the reboots to a minimum. Now, don't worry. We know that picking up the pieces is part of the fun. So we're not going to exactly hold your hand. And while I personally value liberty, we're not gonna beat you over the head with on the nose current politics and current narratives that will completely contradict what it is that we're trying to do here. So whether you're in- A thing a lot of the current comic books could take a big note from. Because yes, you can have your allegories and stuff like that, but when you're just hammering it over the head, <clears throat> come on guys. Oh uh, yeah. You're supposed to be writing stories and stuff like that. Well, it's supposed to be about escapism, not not promoting your (laughs) own social injustice or your political. You know what I mean? It like literally. It's supposed to be the fantasy, like like with Star, like with Star Wars, the space opera, the space fantasy of this big galactic conflict that goes on out there in the universe. That's what it's supposed to be all about, you know. I mean, maybe I'm I'm wrong, but for me, like, it, yeah, it's about the fandom, but it's also kind of like you get sucked in, and it, it it's and it is, and it's an ex, kind of an escapism. So, you know, we're living in a time now where it's like you can't. It's hard to you know it's hard to find a comic book to read that doesn't have a political no you know aim you, you or can't you know escape what I mean. It. And it's only exactly. it's only yeah. it's only become more blatant and more obvious as time has gone on too. Like it's always been in the books. I won't be one of those people. Oh no, it's not always been. There. No, it's been there. Oh, I'm for not, sure. I'm not. I'm not going to skate around that. Yeah. And so yeah, some have been worse. Some have been better. Uh, it's always been there. But it. it but you know, it, I'm not. I hate to try and like just justify it or whatever. But I mean, usually stories were yes written better. And yeah. like I said again, not hitting you over the head with it. Yeah. And if you can kind of, if you can keep that out for the most part, awesome. But you know the the thing is that a part of you does come out in your writing. Yeah. You can't. It's just sometimes it's just one of those things that can't be helped. You're gonna have a character that maybe I mean, expresses something in a particular way, yeah. and and some people are probably better, at, you know, com- keeping it completely out. And I'd be and I'd be remiss if I said this. Not, I mean, not all, not every single comic that, like, like I said, I've saw on the show. Like, I'm a DC guy, right? So, not every single DC comic book that's ever that is released has a political aim, but it is more prevalent now, I think, than 
Well, it's it also in a been. lot. It takes shape in a lot of different forms. Right. Um, like I said, I'm not a Marvel guy. I don't read Marvel, so I'm not going to speak <laughs> uh, speak for Marvel. Other than it's just I've sent you some panels of recent Batman. Well, for sure, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where you're where you're getting. <laughs> anyway, I, yeah. Um, I won't. Uh, I can't speak for Marvel, but yeah, it's just. But it, yeah, it's just. I'm very, I'm very interested to, uh, to see this. But you know, it's interesting. So, like, you have DC and Marvel, but their indie is making a big, yeah. Um, oh yeah. A, not, I won't say comeback, but making a big impact as of late. There's a lot of, uh, like, I'm just now. There's a guy at work that has gotten me into indie, and there, there are some really good because they're not. Listen, with indie, like, yes, there are editors, but they're they have more. I would say more freedom than I think DC or Marvel because it's, you know, um, it's creator own, uh, which I really, which I really like. And I think, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's able for the creator to get, go completely into. Yeah. I mean, if you want to, if you want to write a comic book and basically call somebody out, um, like go ahead, like, you know, cause it's your stuff. Right. Um, versus right. if you do it with DC, now you have to, you can write your own thing, but you have to get it past the, the editor and the publisher. And like, there, there's so many, like, you know what I mean? There's yeah. so many things that you have to get. It. There's so many channels you have to go through to get it, get it approved. Well, and you know, that, uh, the, for the indie side too, it is, uh, when I was, when I started following, um, the nerd Roddick channel, him and his buddy, uh, as from heel versus Babyface, they do their, their, their show, the real BBC, bagging, boarding, and chatting, mm-hmm. and they had um, comic artist Graham Nolan on there. I hadn't quite heard of him because I don't always keep an eye on who's who the artists are and stuff like yeah. that. But th- through them, I got introduced to what he was doing for uh, some uh, Indiegogo campaigns, and I've gotten his books. Like he did, uh, he's got. I was able to get one of his, which was Monster Island, and then. Um, did another book called the Chinu, which is kind of yeah. like a horror horror style comic really good um and then his most recent one which is alien alamo and it's kind of more of a uh post it's a post world war ii father son even kind of father grandfather father son sort of uh coming of an age sort of story but with alien invasions and uh, a father dealing with kind of post, you know, kind of some PTSD from the war yeah. and stuff like that. It's, it's it's awesomely drawn. He had a lot of cool um, little bonuses on his Indiegogo campaign. Like you could get a little like I don't know bullets, but like I think like forty five or something like that that you could get. Yeah, and it has um uh not stenciled in, but um. But it has like it has the name Alien Alamo etched into the bullet itself. Really cool. I I I was a sucker and I grabbed that for sure. It was some great stuff. So you know, and it's a great thing for like it is this new age of of the this the this the bonus the benefit I should say with online um, with the with the internet is that there yeah. is this availability to do um, these sort of campaigns. I think what's interesting, yeah, 
with the indie side of stuff, it's like, you know, it's, it's up and coming and it's coming out. It's, it's coming up fast, but I think, you know, a lot of people, obviously, you know, DC Marvel has been around for, I mean, so long. The big and they've got, the big yeah, two. I mean, such a monopoly in, on the market, but like, I'm very curious to see where indie goes. Like, you know, yeah. I have, I have branched out and uh, I'm reading some, some good indie stories right now. So like image, in, image is, I mean, amazing. Um, I mean, there's Upshot, there's Boom, there's obviously Dark Horse is probably one of my favorite. Dark Horse is probably my favorite. Image is a close second, but um, yeah, it's definitely, I, I like that, you know, good on them for being able to kind of really, you know, put out stuff that they want to put out and not have to go through the political channels and all the different yeah. loopholes to, to put stuff out. Like if they want to release a book that's, you know, controversial, then they're going to do it. Right. Cause they don't have to worry about they're, they're not, I don't think they're They aren't, they like, aren't being, they aren't uh, beholden to shareholders, to a big, the big yeah. corpo uh, telling them what they want their image of their, of their company to be basically. Yeah. So it's called, we get to do what we want. This, so it uh, sounds like this is what this guy's, you know, mm-hmm. kind of, he wants to be able to, he wants it, it his own. That's the say. So uh, let's, let's keep going with this. Into our main character in our first book, I Sum, or you're into Yaira, or you're interested in all of them will certainly have you as a customer. Your ethnic background or genetic makeup is wholly irrelevant to us. Now, previously being part of comic book fandoms myself, I understand the importance of them. We'll do our jobs to preserve the sanctity on the business end, and we hope you will help us preserve a more healthy and thriving fandom. If we manage to do that, we're going to be very competitive in this market, and we're going to make our mark on this industry. We're not going to be perfect. Errors will be made, but we won't let that stop us from being great. So visit Ripperverse.com where we have our own unique store that is tailor-made for our audience. A lot of our stuff will be released in campaign format with limited edition items. And once they're gone, they're gone. We'll be making books that expand across many different genres. So I'm very confident that we'll have something that is right for you in a series that you'll make your favorite. And one last thing. I started this company with no external investors, and that's something that I like to remain true. Sure, we want to expand in many different avenues, video games, animation, maybe even live action movies, but not if it means selling off assets. We only answer to the customer. We don't want to make the same mistake as the other guys. And it's definitely something I got to say I am looking forward to. And especially that idea that they're, yeah, remaining wholly independent, not beholden to to anyone else. They're doing it on their own steam. You know, what more can you ask? I do like that. I I think that's an interesting point, you know. Um, But again, on on the flip side, it's like, you know, could when Marvel and, and DC came out all those years ago, were could they have done what he wants to do or would you have to, you know, 
uh, delude yourself and get in, you know what I mean? To, to get investors and to continue to grow. So I think it, it no, might I, th- be, I think there's yeah. always the possibility for any, any company to, uh, with the ambition enough to do it. And certainly the right, I don't know if I want to say marketing, right. but it is possible for a company to uh, gain a fan base. And may, if they can do the right thing through maintaining it through quality and stuff like that, um, listening to the the fan base at times when it when it's definitely something that they should be listening to it about. Yeah, I mean, you even have uh, like for a ga- for what I know most, like a game company like Valve, they've pretty much gone their own way, and but and they did it through having their own video game launcher to launch video game to be able to play the games through. They publish very rarely, but. Um, from their from their initial games, that's how they got a lot of the fans interested in what they were producing. And that's kind of the same. Do you think it's same, easy? Same here yeah. is that well, it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. Oh no, no, I'm saying. Do, do you think it's e- it'd be easier for him to do it now now that comic books have been out for? You now know, that comic, I mean, comic yeah. books have taken a hit. Well, yeah, they've been. Oh, you mean for how long they've been around? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think when when Marvel and DC start, I mean, sorry, this was, I mean, no, I mean, well, but I mean, look, they, yeah, they built themselves up, and now they've kind of, they're like any kind of dying, they're kind of like a, a dying empire. They're, they've yeah. they've grown so big, but they didn't keep themselves on a, they kept spreading out too far, too far, yeah. in different directions. So, you know, um, they've worn themselves a little thin. But if you if if what Eric July here is talking about if he's going to keep his story on a certain pathway. And as I've and like, he's been talking about, you know, so long as it makes sense to his story, to his characters, they'll go with certain ideas for sure. So you'll have, diff- like you said, you'll have different genres to be able to find, uh, to find yeah. in this. Um, so if you keep it at least um, a certain focus, keep it focused on this certain pathway that you want to take it, then uh, you know you can at least keep it going for a good long time. Yeah. Because when you start, and that's like it is the ass poles of multiverses and different timelines or time travel itself, and you know you, you you start you start ruining the the trajectory of what was originally going on, all to retcon again <laughs> our issues of retcons and stuff like that with yeah. what they do with even star wars and everything it's it, it's pulling it is bringing in these ass poles for uh no reason or just to you know correct even in this instance for comics instance correcting a different writer's mistakes or yeah. what what the fan base definitely didn't like about that what that writer did and it's called oh i'm the next person that comes along is having to pick up the ashes <laughs> and trying to, you know, make, make, make what they can out of it. So. Yeah. Well, be, be interesting to see. I'm definitely going to be looking into it. I just, yeah, I've always, I just had, when I watched it earlier, I was like, I just had the thoughts like, man, is it going to be easier for him to survive now because there are more than just DC and Marvel? I mean, you've got, like I said, you have upshot, boom, image, dark horse, um, um, I think because he cultivated a fan base because through for one his YouTube channel for two yeah he does do um he has a band called Backwards and he does music so he's he's got a fan base through that um he's done he's 
he part he does a commentary on the blaze and stuff like that so he he's been all over the place yeah and certainly grown of grown his fan base already through that um so in that i mean yeah once you've done that sometimes it it can be a little bit easier uh launching certain projects because they already know people already know what to expect that there's already been right. a certain level of quality from that person so it's called oh okay so i i know i'll be getting a good product out of this it's kenny can kenny it's like you know but kenny contend with you know the the batman's the swamp thing the poison ivy it, the, it'll it'll take time yeah you know, because he's he's creating Marvel, all but... brand new characters. He's not For using sure. anything established, and that's the thing. He that's it. That is taking a big chance, but that's the thing that that Marvel DC is afraid to do at this point. That's why they're yeah. rehashing characters. That's why they're race swapping characters, uh, sex changing characters, and stuff like that. They're doing all these swap arounds and stuff like that, trying to, to stay relevant. Yeah, or stay relevant, breathe new life into characters when they're just too afraid to give a character their own new identity or anything like that. And this is, is like for, for what I know with like the Spider Man, this is the funniest damn thing in the world. So they're trying to make Miles Morales. Uh, the new Spider-Man, basically. Now, let me ask you this before you get... Miles Morales was Spider-Man in a different universe, right? He was the uh, Hispanic uh, Spider-Man, is that right? Black Hispanic kid. Black and, kid, yeah. Uh, he was first introduced in in the Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, not 616. I forgot what they call... Is this basically called... It is like basically called the Ultimate Verse. Yeah. Where, where you could have, at the time, for a time, characters that would actually die and stay dead, besides yeah. Uncle Ben. That's a crazy um, concept. So they killed off that universe's Peter Parker after a long run. And then they introduced Miles, who was kind of taking up the mantle. And then they brought back Peter Parker. It was all weird. But then they had this whole event of merging the universes. And now Miles is in the 616 universe with our OG spider-man peter parker the one that is spider-man Spider -Man, yeah yeah but they're really trying to it's and this is the, this is the sad thing instead of making him his own character and this is what i was it was what the, is the funny thing about it you had basically a clone ben riley a clone of of peter parker brought into the during the whole clone saga nonsense you bring they brought him they brought this character into the universe and yeah for for a short time they he took over as spider-man but down the line he at least they gave him his own superhero identity yes he was another spider person basically but he had his own name he was the scarlet spider had his own had his own outfit which miles does have now but they're still trying to they're still trying to push that he is Spider-Man instead of like giving him a brand new freaking name of any kind. I mean, you have a plethora of different arachnid names that you could certainly adopt with his power power set and stuff like that. But they don't that's just it. They're just too damn lazy to try and create or just take the chance to yeah. bring out a new character. And now all they've done 
is giving him the same some of the same storylines as Peter Parker. So and it's this is what uh <laughs> Eric July is has dubbed him Peter Darker because he's yeah. basically Peter Parker with the fade and everything and and he just he's he just has some of the same storylines and stuff like that and it's just like guys you could make him into his own character so why don't they is it just lazy writing it's a, it's, like, it's, it's it's lazy writing but it's also just scared of taking certain chances and they were trying to already make him as a spider the the spider-man of a different universe but for whatever i didn't follow everything so i don't know why the two got merged One's got shut down. I don't know. But. I get my get my brother on. So he's a he's a huge Spider-Man fan, and I don't know why. I think he's dropped as a baby, but um, <laughs> you get him on the show because he knows. Yeah, he knows. I mean, isn't that that's even like the funny thing? Look at like uh, for for Batman characters, for his sidekicks, the Robins. Yeah, they've all well, yeah, at least cool. all of them have gone off and become their own superheroes. The original yeah. Robin. Dick Grayson went on to become Nightwing. I mean, yeah. uh, what? Jason uh, Todd I, came. Jason Red Todd Hood became and... Red Hood, although that was kind of adopting and something else. But it became his own. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Joker. <laughs> uh, and then um, Tim Drake. Tim Drake. He's become Red Robin. Yeah. Granted, it's a kind of a derivative of that of the Robin title, but it's still his own superhero character. Yeah. So. You know, it, they've they've and done times Damien. of yeah. Damien Wayne, who's the current Robin, basically. No. Or is he? Uh, I don't know. I haven't followed uh, it, so I don't know. Well, he's got his own. He's doing his own. There's a, actually, a, he's got his own comic right now, his own run. Gotcha. But, but. Um, yeah, so it's, it's scared of taking chances, and this is certainly – you know, with these indie comics and stuff like that, and uh, Ripaverse here, they're they're looking to take some chances, create new characters, and hopefully make some great stories out of it. And like it is, uh, yeah, you can go in, uh, go to the Ripaverse.com, sign up. I already have to get notified on what when it when everything's gonna be dropping for Monday. And Hopefully we can become an affiliate. We'll become an affiliate, and then we can get, <laughs> we drop blank down. But what I am curious, and what he did not touch on, is are they going to be solely writing their own stories? So, like, are they're not going to be going out? They're not going to be trying to get you know James Tinian or Chip Zdarsky or Jeff Lemire, all you know some of these other guys, some of these amazing writers. Like, are they just going to do all the writing for this house? time being? Uh, so. I believe more details are being released yeah. through his live streams, but also on Monday, um, he's going to be dropping all the information. He so I caught him on um, on uh, uh, on Ethan Van Skyver's podcast that that he did, they, and and Eric July popped on, and like he was saying that he he's pretty much the head writer. He's the one writing it, but he also mm-hmm. has some other the other team members part of it helping out with it um but there's a time he said like he was saying on there is that there is going to be a time when he will want to uh start looking out f- at least for artists yeah um, but the well, thing is, is that he, that, he yeah. wants he wants to keep it within first and foremost this this circle of the the fan base the community the fellowship whatever you what the hell you want to call it uh from 
the indie comics guys to the comics gate guys. That's where the pool of talent he wants to first draw from before going to potentially the, you know, big names that are already out there. And even like at EBS yeah. before he even uh, collaborates or maybe brings him on for any projects. If he decides to at all, they were certainly kind of joking yeah. around with the idea or like maybe they've already possibly worked something out. Who knows? Well, but, some of these guys, so some of these guys that, and I didn't, I didn't know this until probably like a couple years ago, these guys, you know, that, you know, write for DC also write for Marvel. So like Zadarsky. Oh yeah. Zdarsky. There's, there's, yeah, there's oh, always yeah. been a big crossover uh, between, between, um, the, 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 two, yeah. the big two people have always jumped back and forth. When I found that out, I was like, you know, how dare you, you need to go take a shower. How dare you, you know, write my Batman. And then how are you going to go, <laughs> how are you going to write, you know, for Marvel? But that's the thing, you know, Jeff Lemire, who created black hammer, who was one of my probably top, top four favorite, you know, writers, um, you know, he he's done indie. You know, he did Black Hammer, yeah. like he created it. He's wrote for right. uh, Marvel and. Oh yeah, I mean that's bit. like kind of that's kind of using that to get your name out, sort of thing. Yeah. You know, it seems like a lot of these guys actually prefer, like James Tinian, who, again, one of my favorite writers, who's done DC, and he, I think he did uh, oh, the Lakes on the House or well, it's like a DC horror, but. Like he's going to uh, apparently he's leaving DC to to go to um, Image or I think it's Image um, because he's tired of the the politics. Yeah, absolutely. So. And yeah, a lot of these guys are feeling unwelcome either because they just aren't you know lockstep in line with it. And what do you or, think about you it? Know, like you, or it's just it's like yeah. these people have gone so far to the extreme. They're like, I, listen, I'm not totally on board with all that. You know. Well, you think like if you're being told what to write, like you know, a writer yeah. should have the the creative ability, creative freedom to write what they want to write within, you know, like you know, no, holding the, if they're yeah. if they well, here's the thing: if they are yes, uh, writing their own thing, absolutely, they should be able to um, get what they want done. Maybe tweak some things just in case, but otherwise, I mean, they should be allowed to make the project that they want to do. Now, if they are writing for or an already established character, yes, they do have they should have to adhere to uh, right. what has already been pre-established for that character. So you can't 100%. just come in and suddenly change like they although they've already done it for like Superman, for example, you know, they changed his motto of truth, justice and the American way. They've yeah. done away with that. And it's like, truth, no, truth, justice in the communist way. Y- exactly. So, you know, they 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 aren't adhering to what's already been established and like i said earlier that's been my problem with west, with the western comic uh, scene they don't adhere to either previously established lore characters themselves whatever it may their their own their own uh, universe's rules yeah they don't adhere to them so well, that's my biggest frustration with dc is like they it's like guys you guys you guys need to get your stuff together cuz if like like I said, Tinny is not like he's not the best, right? But he's he, he's he's good, and like the, the the point I'm trying to make is like if you don't get your stuff together, you're gonna lose a lot of writers, and then what are you gonna do? Like who, yeah. who you're gonna hire somebody off the street to to come up with a mediocre comic? And it's like we just need to get back to the roots. We need to get back to like the golden age, the bronze age, like where you know it was it was about making comics. We're, it was about yeah, making comics and superheroes were superheroes and villains were villains. 
they but they're but also the they were humanized they weren't just you know like you know Frank, i think frank miller or grant morrison did a he did a batman run one of the greatest debate one of the biggest debates between in regards to batman is like who's run is better you know scott snyder's or or um grant morrison and grant morrison like he you know basically he didn't humanize batman and snyder did and so it's like uh, I don't know, we're going on a tangent, but I think you right, get back to get back to basics is basically right. what I'm yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Keep the social, get, keep the politics out of it. Keep the social justice, like keep that out of it. Just get back to what it means to write comics, right? Like, and that's not to say that superheroes probably aren't concerned with politics. I'm sure maybe some of them were, but they mainly were concerned about saving whatever they need to save. Yeah, whatever protect, city they protecting were. their city and stuff like you know, that. Not you like, know. oh, well, BLM's riding, so I'm just going to sit back and like not do anything. <laughs> like, whoever wrote that, like you sent that to me, like whoever wrote that, like I need to figure out who, where their their email address and ask them what they were thinking about. <laughs> yep. But I mean, uh, for, for, yeah, for more of the, uh, so he has a YouTube channel also for the Ripiverse comics, probably for any updates and stuff like that that he's going to be doing on the, on the set so and he also has his uh main channel uh young ripper 59 where he's been doing other updates and live streams kind of keep and he's hit 1400 signups so we need to sign up yeah the interest is there and like i said i've already signed up i technically signed up twice with my uh with my uh fractured filter email just to i'm not even call, go I'm not through there call you shyster. i'm not even gonna call you shyster like that's actually a good idea so you know he i we're all looking forward to it. I know. So it, it, I, I can't a, wait to see what, and cause what he said too, is that it's going to be a 75 day window to be able to put in those orders and stuff like that. Pick your tiers. Cause he's going to be doing it kind of like an Indiegogo campaign where uh, you're going to get to see the tier lists, pick what you want, see what's been picked and stuff like that. See what's kind of popular. Do you want to explain that for those who might not yeah, know so, so Yeah. So Indiegogo campaign, um, it's it's crowdfunding basically where um, you'll get the comic artist to um, set up the page and you'll get to pick out different tiers and like I was just talking about for Alien Alamo uh, I picked the comic book plus I requested directly from Graham Nolan he was very he's interactive with everybody on that on that campaign so I asked him can I is there any chance I can get your previous books that I missed out on and he's like yeah, uh, we could set that up. You do, you'll just pay this instead, and you'll be able to get that tier list. And he created like a special tier list that I was able to pick out for those three books, and boom. And so that's that's, that's just it. Yeah, and so that's just it. Is that it has a bunch of different um, tier sets. You can um, pick what you want. Sometimes they add on things depending on how well the uh, the campaign is going. So if they reach like a certain amount of donation i don't want to say donations necessarily but like endorsements or whatever they hit a certain level then that means new things can be unlocked that was how like the uh the bullet the bullet keychain that i got was unlocked Mm -hmm. was from you know the interest of people coming in and checking it out so um that's what he's kind of doing like a hybrid of better word yeah so he's kind of doing like an uh eric july is kind of doing that uh like he said, he's kind of doing a hybrid of, of, of that sort of stuff in his own campaign. 
There's going to be a 75 day window. And he said, he's got all their stuff ready to go. So August is when things are going to be start to ship out. So when when do people need to start like pre-ordering? Is that like Monday is when Monday, Monday. no Monday uh, uh, Monday the eleventh is when he's opening up for those first for those pre-orders. So you'll be able to, and that's why you can get signed up for the newsletter to get notified when it's uh, when it's available to do so. So you can start your pre-order, and then yeah, then. Uh, do you and do like you he says the, and like he says once they're gone you know they're gone. that's it yeah. they're gone whatever was there that's gonna be gone you missed out oh well but sorry sucks to suck not really you know it is it that's it is, it, it is, is what it is you know so, so why don't we do this if you want to send send we'll do this after the show so send me the links and then we'll what we'll do is we'll post it on our our instagram and our uh, twitter and and try to get the word out because i think this is I think you know something. I'm gonna. I'll definitely support, and I'm interested in looking at. And this is obviously coming from somebody who's oh yeah, very and I, loyal I, to DC. I I posted it in our uh, Discord as well Beautiful. of the links and stuff uh, to it. So Beautiful. you'll be able to, well, that's be able we'll to grab it there too. Definitely excited. Most definitely. So now to bring it back to some Star Wars, uh, not to, not. Mandalorian just yet, I think. Not yet. <laughs> um, there is a little fan film that I found that was really cool that I think you might enjoy too. I haven't shown is you. Is it gonna lower yet. my blood pressure? No, I think you, there's only one thing at the end that if you pick up on, you, it'll just be a, like um, it's a minor thing. But otherwise, I think, it, and I I posted it in our Discord, but nobody really seemed to give a crap. I <laughs> missed. I may have missed it. Um, so here we go. Star Wars X-Wing. You can hear it, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Just a little bit because of the music. Is this Unreal Engine? I, uh, I'll look at it after the after we play this. I mean, ah, jeez. Now, where are these kind of dog fights and stuff in the Star Wars uh, movies and everything? Mm. We just get boulder throwing. I'm picking up that power surge again. It's getting stronger. Oh, 
looks like a TIE Avenger quest. And as Something pretty cool and neat done. Uh, Everything you, but the uh, Rise of Palpatine. <laughs> I don't believe that was anything to do with Rise of Palpatine at the end. I'm pretty sure that was some of the stuff from the old X-Wing books. Yeah. Um, but the only thing that really did stick out to me, because I remember uh, OG Star Wars talking about this, was that the whole jumping to hyperspace within the uh, orbit of a planet. Can't do it. And that was established yeah. in like some of the old Clone War books and stuff like that, and that the whole gravity well stuff. They even had a there was an old Imper uh, EU Imperial ship that, or they might have brought it in in Rebels, I don't remember, but where it was creating that gravity well so ships could not just jump to hyperspace. Yeah, um, but I mean, other than that, I don't I mean, know if they were if it was she talked about in the X Wing books. I think maybe. The whole gravity well thing and not being able to hit hyperspace within the gravity planet or the within yeah. the planet. 
But um, yeah, so the first uh, for the in the description, it says, you know, this is a pa uh, passion project about four years in the making. I was a big fan of the X-Wing PC games as a kid and also really enjoyed Michael Stackpole's X-Wing book series. I've always had an interest in those New Republic adventures, which I, is chiefly why I decided to make this short. Hope you all liked it. Uh, primary software and workflow consisted of animation pipeline in Blender. Uh, that would be exported and rendered in Houdini uh, using the GPU rendered Redshift. Final composition was finished in After Effects. So, yeah, apart from the kit bash sets, all assets were modeled, textured, substance painter from scratch, since the making of the spaceships is part of the fun. So, yeah, he didn't use Unreal or anything like that. Just use the old Blender and a few extra yeah, programs to put that together. Yeah, Blender's pretty legit. I've I've played with Blender, and it's my definitely. brain hurts when I look at that stuff. Really? <laughs> it gets, I, I guess I've tried hard. so many different 3D programs, but I just I I think I just have to have like somebody kind of help me. Yeah, uh, it's definitely uh, it, it can be daunting at first, but I just want basically I just get on YouTube. I watch YouTube videos and then learn how to uh, do it from there. Yeah, but otherwise, I thought that was a really well done. Uh, little fan film of that. No, it like is. I said, just, it just, like I said, just seeing the the whole you know aerial combat and everything done was just just looked awesome. And you just don't we don't even see that with with <laughs> with the mainline Star Wars. It's just sad. Yeah. Uh, well, that and after watching this, it just it infuriates me because of. What kind of games that we've got into? This is a, but you know, like we we had this this talk with, uh, I know, the whole reimagined fight scene between uh, Obi Wan and Vader on the Death Star. It's got it's gotten some kudos and it's gotten some some you know backlash. But the the point that I would make with it is like look at what a fan has been able to do and create, yeah. and like people at Disney can't even like can't even come close. Oh yeah, that's what's so frustrating about it. Like this is a beautifully done, and and hence why you know it was given credit to Blender because it oh, is an amazing. Like this shot game, here is this inc just incredible seeing all those star destroyers oh, and 100%. The, the, it, this is it's kind of remind it kind of makes me think of the uh, the, spa the, the the space combat set during uh, the opening of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, and just the way that was that was just such an awesome opener. Yeah between the drums of the music and then just getting into the whole uh, uh, ship combat. Oh. Yeah. And no whole sadly parts. don't see it. You just don't see this. Oh, it's all, yeah, it's just all, it's all about saving money and just taking the cheap way out. And I mean, for once, they there's this is a good enough reason why Coruscant wouldn't have a bunch of ships flying around. Or a bunch of you know people being transported around. There's a freaking bat war zone going on. Right. <laughs> Unlike now, really they just seem to forget just... to put in the traffic. <laughs> right. It's just very disappointing, and well, it's not disappointing. Well, it is disappointing. But it's just just sad because it's like we'll never we'll never get it. We'll never get what we deserve because they lazy or whatever the excuse is. All the above, lazy. Cheap, malicious, <laughs> malicious bastards, shysters. So, 
You name it, it's that. So yeah, I thought you know I thought that was at least just something cool to. It is, yeah, beautifully done. Like and I, I said, beautifully done. I, oh, yeah, makes me want to go read the books. God, makes me want to start reading. Well, and it makes me because I uh, I like um I said did I say it last week? I got the the joystick for uh, being. Yeah, able I to saw. Play, yeah, you. I saw you play you Tie Fighter. That. I was playing it. I played it. I was playing a little bit before um, we started the stream. Did you get all the mods? Oh, it's already. I already. It's already the. um, Yeah, it's already the. The game is already modded. It's already the total conversion. So I was playing a little bit of it, and I. I, It does make all the difference having the joystick to be able to play. And man, I was gonna say, it was. It was fun. It was fun. On a scale of one to ten, how fun is it? Oh, it's a, te- it's a it was well. I only was doing the the tutorial mission, but even the oh, tutorial okay. mission, I was having fun with. Well, that's so, what I mean. That's it's already what... getting up to a close, you know, up to that nine. Oh. So and um and you know, I also finally got to doing. I did a stream of uh, Republic Commando recently. That was fun. Good on you. Um, I'm only just trying to figure out how I'm going to edit it down, or if I will at all. I'm kind of debating that, you know. It's not that long of a game, I don't think. It's n- no, and the not nice thing is, it's a lot more. It's a little more linear than like Jedi Outcast. Not as much wandering around as I did in Jedi Outcast as it is in Republic Commando. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it took me a good. T- it took me at least a good two hours when I was streaming it to get yeah. off of uh, Geonosis. And so now I just got onto that uh, abandoned Republic ship that I believe has Trandoshans making around. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, um, we'll see how that. Uh, I'll try and decide what I want to do with that whole uh, edit. Yeah, it was fun. It was to... fun. It was fun playing again. God, you got me wanting to download it to re-download, or well, you or make me want to download it tonight. Just bypass finishing Jedi Outcast and just start Republic Command. <laughs> well, you already said, done. Man. You'd already done a run of Jedi Outcast, so I don't. I, yeah, I, I, uh, I think I, yeah, I, I beat it. Yeah, it took. Oh man, my after you know I hadn't played it for years, and uh, I remember finding the song. I was like, "Why won't you die?" Like, <laughs> just like, just, oh, just so I need to go back and maybe try to play it on a harder mode, but. Yeah, that was definitely was like trying to beat Tavion. Like she pissed me off, and then Desan just just would not die. Oh no, I that was the th- when I uh, put up the my finale gameplay for mm-hmm. uh, for um, Outcast. I just left in the whole me trying to kill Desan. It was every death. <laughs> yeah. So it was a lot of them for sure. Just embarrassing how many times I died. He could be a bit of a cheap bitch. It was yeah, I'm like, telling you, it's like he was more of a pain in the ass. Like ex- for, he was more of a pain in the ass for me than uh, Tavion was. Like Tavion, I got through and beat her on the first go. You bastard! It took me like four times. But the song, well, like, I did, a, I did a lot. I did a lot of uh, back to healing. And- <laughs> oh, I was, gonna, I was gonna say like I, God, it took me like four times. Oh, like, I, hey, I, like- I used, I used every trick in the book, but. You know, I got through it, but it it wasn't it. I I wasn't getting away with it with Desan though. Like he, he was he just more stayed res- on you. Yeah, he was more resilient than my ex wife. Like he wouldn't go away. <laughs> exactly. Not that I'd ever say like I want you to die, but um, what else? I know. But, what you're um, yeah, 
Just, You're all good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so well, are we there yet? To, to this point where we got to review this, the one, the best episode of season let's, two. Let's pull the band aid. Let's pull the band aid and get this over with. Uh, let me pull up my notes because I had so many. Oh, I yeah, I had about about four pages worth, give or take. Oh wow! Well, let's see. Hold on, let's see what I had. Um, I might have three. I might have three. Yeah, I have about three to four, give or take. Like I said. So. <laughs> oh boy. Chapter 16, The Rescue. Uh, let's see. Let me get mine pulled. Okay, I got mine pulled up. You got yours? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I got, uh, get it. I said, it, uh, attempting to start out strong as we got Boba and Slave 1. Slave 1, folks. Yeah. Uh, chasing down an Imperial transport. Ah, it's got the wormy scientist guy. Gotcha. I swear the pilot, uh, the pilot of the Imperial transport looks like Sam Whitworth. Doc tries to just ask a simple question, and the co-pilot has to give some lip. Yeesh, it was just an honest question, bro. Because <laughs> that co-pilot was acting like a hard ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Boba disables the ship, and they do some boarding. Co-pilot seems filled with some piss and vinegar as he decides to uh, hold up the Doc as a hostage, who's apparently got his own worth with the New Republic, eh? Uh, he was, and apparently the co-pilot was on the first Death Star, yet lived. Go figure that one. Um, I thought, and I said, I thought the only one that made it out of that was Darth Vader. So how'd he lock out? Uh, but he runs his mouth and inevitably gets shot as he says Alderaan was a small price to pay for peace in the galaxy. But was he wrong? Yeah. No, he was correct. 100%. Uh, you have any more? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, um, so, uh, uh, continuing on, I was like, I feel like this is the start of a joke. So, two Mandos walk into a bar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw that. And just wait, it gets better. <clears throat> and like, ah, yes, Bo Katan and uh, what's her face just hanging out, having a meal. Could this be another part of the joke? Hmm. Uh, Mando's here to ask for help. And Bo-Katan again throws on the snark to say, not all Mandos are bounty hunters. Some serve a higher purpose. Bitch, he was, a- he was, uh, he was asking for help, not to hire you. Jesus. Yeah. Um, after after uh, Boba, who throws his own words of not needing these two, naturally, heckle, uh, heckles get raised. And I can't say uh, what's her name, Koska, is is wrong. Uh, <laughs> is wrong because most of Book of Boba Fett is Boba breathing through a Bacta tank. But in reality, if this was the real Boba, uh, she wouldn't have She'd a leg dead. to stand on. Let's take this into and this is for anybody that's listening. They can go and check this out. Uh, you know the uh, the channel uh, Death Battles. 
they did recently um boba fett versus let me get it really quick um oh no uh, yeah uh, boba fett versus the predator <laughs> weird weird ma ma matchup but uh i mean they basically do boba fett's whole rundown his whole skill set, power, basically power sets, what he's got, and everything like that, and like they even pointed out, and, and they they put put in as part of his battle capabilities, he was somebody that went toe to toe, and fought with Darth Vader, who, Sith Lord, Force user, has a lot of advantages, but no, man, yeah. he was able to you know go go against him. We need so, to ask the question though: Was this Vader? Was this is this Disney's? Is this Deborah Chow's Vader? No, this was this EU. Lucas? This was the oh, this was George Lucas's Vader. Oh, okay, I just want to so, make sure because much more powerful, clearly, <laughs> much know, more Vader. skilled fighter and less yeah. on the uh, tanking boulders. Yeah, I think that's an important. Uh, uh, yeah, clarify. Uh, yes, my niece right. could fight Deborah Chow's Vader. <laughs> Um, so again, Bo Katan decides uh, a bit of a pissing match, mocking Boba for his clone background, saying he's undeserving his of his armor, uh, despite it being, you know, Jango Fett's armor. And she tries to break him down, saying he's nothing but a clone. We then uh, we then get a the stupid little brawl where again, if this is the real Boba Fett. This calf hound runt uh, would have been dismantled faster than you can say Mandalore is a glass planet. But, but of course, wait, you <laughs> got to keep in mind she she's a WD, WWE wrestler. I don't care. So I mean, just saying. Doesn't mean she'd have the ability she's, to go toe to toe training. with somebody that that's fought Darth Vader. Well, it depends on who you ask. Force is female. Oh God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I know. I know. I, I, I pointed out, too. I said, but of course, she has to show off some wrestling moves. Uh, and it ends in a dumb shit draw as they both shooting flames at one another. Like, uh, I just. <sighs> I don't know what your reaction was when you saw that, but I, I'm pretty sure you can already tell what the mine first was. time. I, the, even the first time I saw the episode. I'm like, that is some bullshit. Some like, bullshit. Basically, they cancel out each other. That's what, what, yeah. the, what it was. That was literally because they, they got their little moves on one another. So they tried to make it look like it was. Uh, for as long as Boba was, has been around and for who he was trained by and then the hard, the, the life he led after Django died. He's going to be a ruthless cutthroat fighter, and he's going to have moves that this little, like I said, cath hound hasn't seen. Yeah, apparently not. Did we establish, are, is it, are they part of Death Watch? Is this like, no, they're Bo not. Katan, they're Bo they're supposed to be pro the, pro the quote proper Mandalorians. But I mean, even that's bullshit because they've turned into a bunch of pacifists. Yeah. The Death Watch were basically kind of the the still warrior clan Mandos. 
That was that was in the, and, that in, was Florida, in, right? Right. I was I was gonna clarify clarify oh. that with that that was ma- the the Filoni changes oh, to the yeah. Mandalorians. Uh, so, Bo-Katan tries to make a point that if they showed this kind of energy, they wouldn't have never lost their planet to the Imperials. I said, "No, if you've been tra- uh, true Mandoa from the true uh, from true canon, you wouldn't have lost uh, wouldn't have lost it." But you're felony eyes You suck now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you, what, what, what do you yeah. got? Oh, God. I don't get so much. <laughs> um, so I put, uh, oh, the Lamba shuttle. What nostalgia. What's going on? You're getting blasted, guy. Uh, prepare for boarding. I was like, how did they board? Aggressive negotiations. What's that? Got him. Uh, the, t- the, he, he's, the guy's like, uh, the tear tells all. This guy's getting it, dude, or doing the dude getter. So he said he survived the Death Star. So I'm just going to throw this out there, and you can take it or throw it back. But when we saw A, a New Hope after the Death Star, you know, was blew up, I didn't see any ships leaving the Death Star. Did you? No, no ships so were leaving. Just, I, Nobody just, was escaping. It was just called. We're in this to win it. <laughs> I mean, unless he Parkin was wasn't leaving. And, yeah, so unless he like the Death Star blew up and he was ejected out into space and somehow caught a ride with Vader. Like I don't know how this guy survived Death Star. Um, so uh, that yeah, that was question number one. Um. Let's see. And I was like, uh, what a shot. And then uh, this might be jumping again, but I was like, uh, here we find ourselves in space again, landing on what I'm sure is another Disney planet. <laughs> I said, oh, look, I had thought it was Death Watch, so I already tracked that part. But I put, I just wrote, oh, look, Death Watch. Uh, I put a Tamora versus WWE. Uh, Bo- Boba literally doesn't kill her. Like, which Boba is this? Yeah. Um, Mando and Bo Katan strike a deal for the Darksaber. This, I, and I'll just end it. I'll end it with this one. Well, I'll end it there because I think I jumped the gun a little bit. Uh, wait, where did you? Uh, sorry. Uh, just Boba or Mando and Bo Katan strike a deal for the Darksaber. Oh. Uh yeah, I mean yeah they they did that basically with their little oh no 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 that's when they were on the ship that's right uh yeah I said uh, they come to an agreement so long as Bo Katan can somehow obtain the dark saber she's a happy camper I said good luck lady <laughs> um I said so doc, uh, the doc uh, starts giving all the information needed so they can make their assault and talks about the dark troopers and how now they're they're full roboid. But also tells them where the Womp Rat is. But we get our plan and the attack begins. I hear a doggo. Yeah, it's my pupper. He's <laughs> being crazy. She doesn't like, she hates Floney. If you say Floney around her, she'll go crazy. Oh boy. Taught her uh, well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, uh, oh boy. So he, uh, we get an obsessive Bo Katan for, for this mission. As she desperately wants after Moff Gideon for his dark saber, uh, but then how how did he even come into possession of it? 
That's something we have not, as far as I'm aware, been established that how he got his hands on this dark saber. Because he would have had like, well, okay, so this is where I was confused because where, where did uh, this is where we need Daviaso because this is, my mind's just water right now. But where did Bo Katan get the dark saber from? It was Sabine, right? Sabine, she gets Sabine. Uh, so where did Sabine therefore get it, and how does Mom get in somehow come into this? Because apparently we learned that you have to fight in combat for for you to to win it. So how did how did Gideon get it? Who did he win it from? Which is I so stupid. I don't, don't even know why. No. Why, <laughs> even why I'm asking such stupid stupid questions. But like, how does he have it? He would have had to fight Bo-Katan, right? If Bo-Katan had it, he would have had to fight her in combat to win it back. But yeah. she looked like she was, in, she was, I had no idea what he was, ta- you know, talking about with, you know, later in the in the episode. So I need you to figure this out for me. How did he get it? Well, I mean, I'm wondering if that's even going to be explained in season three. Oh, I forgot there's a season three. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like how did that, that? That's what I want to know. I'm trying to look it up right now. Um, because I I forgot so much of Rebels at this point. I oh, know that's did where explain it in Rebels. Okay, that, okay, that's right. So Darth Maul had won the. Apparently, won the dark saber during the Clone Wars series. From whom? Uh, from uh, Pre Vizsla. Well, how did Pre Vizsla get it? Crap! Well, if I know. So hold on, so did they just? He was, a, just he was like, the one wielding it when the, when they first introduced it to the show. But did they just like contradict their canon? Because Tars Vizsla, like, in was it the? Um, or was it the book of Boba where he he showed the armorist the dark saber and Tars Vizsla well, yeah, wanted so, it? It, it, it? So on the the wiki uh, Wikipedia it says in the days of the old republic the dark saber was created by Tar Vizsla, the first Mandalorian ever inducted into the Jedi Order. After his passing, it was kept at the Jedi Temple. However, during the old republic's fall, it was taken by Mandalorians of House Vizsla, who raided the Jedi Temple. Descendants of House Vizsla used it to murder many Jedi and rule all of the Mandalorians for many years. So that's where it came from. So somewhere down the line, it got a new pre Vizsla's hands, as that was part of that the House of Mandalorians or Clan of Mandalorians, whatever you want to call them, uh, were the ones that had the the dark saber in their possession. You know At some so point, stupid though. Maul fought him, killed him, took the dark saber. It was his. And then uh, he held on to it for like the longest time. And I. I couldn't imagine. God, did she really. So that doesn't answer where Sabine got it. Did Sabine kill Maul? Because I thought. That's what, that... I'm tra- that's what I'm trying to find the answer to. So the dark saber was still on Dathomir during the reign of the Galactic Empire, kept by Maul in the Night Sisters' lair. 
Sabine Wren used it against Ezra Bridger while she was possessed by a Night Sister spirit. Ezra used his lightsaber and the dark saber, and the, used his lightsaber and the dark saber to destroy the altar from which the spirits rose. Sabine then picked up the dark saber as she, Ezra, and Kanan left the planet. Upon their return to their to their base on the planet of Atalon. Sabine gave the lightsaber to Kanan for safekeeping because she was hesitant to use it herself. That's how it came into her possession. But she, but she didn't win it in combat, though. So did they just create no. some type of? They just created. Well, some she type didn't. Of rule? But no, that was, I guess, the rule for the lightsaber or for the sorry, dark. The, it was some I always added. hated that yeah, damn she, thing. I just don't understand it because I mean, according to Gideon, like you have to win in combat. So like, yeah, Maul had it. The, well, and so, apparently he had no problem using it, and neither did, uh, at least from holding it, Mando didn't seem to have any problem holding it for the time either, being. Well, only until he, like, almost sliced his thigh off. Yeah, but not until, like, the the proto-third season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, oh God. God. It just, anyways, I, it, the whole thing, the whole, uh, you know, and, the, and just side note, like, the way, like, Disney fans are going to say, like, they're going to be okay with a Mandalorian being a Jedi because they're going to, uh, I don't know. I just feel like they're going to use um I believe oh, it happened was, even in regular canon. So. What's that? Was Tar's li- Tar Visla was, uh, he wasn't Legends, was he? No, I'm not saying he was. I'm just saying I believe there had been a Mandalorian oh, Jedi at some point. Was there? I can't, I can't remember, but I'm, I don't think... We'll have to look it up, but I would say because Sherrod Het was, you know, a Jedi that was an honorary Tusk, and they're going to be like, oh, there can be a Jedi Mandalorian then. Maybe I'm wrong. And it, was there? I don't know. I don't no, remember. No, man. I, like I said, I might be wrong. I thought I thought there was at some point, but. Well, I thought that was Tars Vizsla was like that whole. Yeah, like, for the Disney a, canon, yeah. Yeah, but I don't remember there being a Jedi Mandalorian. I know that there was. Um, you know, they've had their history with the uh, Mandalorian yeah, Wars. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, just, you know, just a couple of fights here and there. Just like, you know. I'm wrong. I, hey, all right. yeah, I'm wrong. There wasn't one that I could find. So, no, there was no Jedi Mandalorian. Yeah. They, just been, they had just been fighting the shit out of each other for decades. Just, for just, <laughs> you know, for a couple centuries. Yeah, you know. Blasting uh, planets. Those were the good days. <laughs> oh man, what I would give to just own a basilisk and then come down and be able to like just glass a planet. <laughs> we'll have to edit that out when we when we post this, so people don't think I'm a crazy ever. But seriously, have you seen a basilisk? They look amazing. Oh no, uh, yeah. I'm driving one. I, I might have to grab some clips of of Candace and his and yes. his war stories for next week. <laughs> We're just gonna show up to work next week in the Basilisk. <laughs> was a continent or two turned to glass. <laughs> uh, that's what we should play. I know we're going. We're going down a rabbit hole. No, no nice greater thrill breaking atmosphere on a basilisk war trident. <laughs> yes. God. Some of those war stories were the best. He was so fun to listen to. 
Oh yeah, I would uh, I would play them and then turn my Xbox off and turn it back on just so I could replay the conversations. <laughs> yeah. Okay, back to this. Uh, I know. We still don't know. It's just and then yeah, because uh, Sabine just handed the the dark saber over to Bo-Katan and which makes no that was, sense. That was the beginning of the end for the Mandalorians and the Empire. And stuff. It brought destruction. Uh, so they were literally hit by some superstition and mumbo jumbo. <laughs> yeah, uh, they broke a mirror and had, had they broke a mirror and they've had bad luck for centuries. Um. So I said, uh, I said, wow. Even Mo- Moth Gideon knows to launch Tie Fighters. Where was this shit for Kenobi? Eesh. Wow, quite the uh, production for. And then they had such a. Such a theme, uh, dramatic way of uh, of showing the Tie Fighters being launched from the bays. I, I was like, "All right," cool. uh, but it was it just felt like a bit much. Yeah, uh, and then it was just called. Oh, so a crash landing it is. Uh, meanwhile, Boba just ducks ducks and pieces out while blasting away, and uh, the only two ties that made it out naturally. Uh, but we but we see how net. Na- how we now don't have Boba in this fight as he jumps to hyperspace. They got their way, re- reason of getting rid of him. Uh, and then, oh, Jesus. So, Girl Squad just uh, goes out oh. blasting in no way trying to or seem like they are seeking cover or avoiding blaster fire. Just standing out there, uh, standing straight and managing to kill everyone, of course. Uh, special little scene for the Dark Trooper activation. Neat. Um, Mando just comes uh, comes sauntering out after <laughs> after the, they're they're pushing on. Um, Fennec and and Cara Dune just walking at uh, at Stormy's like they're Terminators and taking them out. I'll give the Mandos uh, one thing. It was smart that they did the whole jumped out under the bridge thing, hid, and then came out. Okay, you guys. Get that little doggy treat. Um, so I said, well, at least to some degree, they're finally using some cover. And now they're flippy rolling. This is like when they went into that room with all the boxes and stuff like that. Um, they were finally using some cover and now flipping, rolling, uh, jumping around moves were coming out all, all around. Ha! Uh, and I was like, does Fennec have the force? Because she just matrix dodged that blaster fire. What the hell? Force is female. Anyway. <laughs> uh, back to no pretense of trying to take cover and going full Terminators. Uh, so was there threat in all of this? So wh- oh, So where was the threat in all of this supposed to be, really? There was like uh, none. This whole thing reminded me of like what the just the Powerpuff Girls, <laughs> and this just it just so stupid. There's no threat, you know. None. It was I like mean, you and-, and these are characters that don't that aren't established in the sequel trilogy or anything. They have well, that's the possibility the for death, but it's like at the same time, it's still technically Disney. Disney, so you know they're not gonna die. 
Well, that that's the point, right? Like they're brand new characters that aren't established. So let's go ahead and make Bobo look like mm. a, a puss bag, and then we'll have these three females just glass the whole. All the I do love that Boba got the easiest job. <laughs> yeah, well, he, you know, he's old. You know, he's getting up there in age, and my goodness, he probably looks. I mean, he looks a little bit better than Rex did in Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, saying something because they're literally the same person or the same, you know. Yeah. And then I was like, "Gun jam? What?" <sighs> use it, but she uses it like a club. Well, at least she didn't just go and throw it at them. So you know, there was that. Um, That's just so stupid. The whole gun jam. <laughs> but you know they're gonna say, well, uh, you know, Luke's gun jammed in a New Hope in the con- in the uh, compactor. No, it didn't. Yes, he did. It didn't jam. Yeah, they it said he said not said, to fire it because it would mean that it was gonna just ricochet no, off of everything. No, he's no, he uses line. He says, "Shoot it, William. My gun's jammed." Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, in that, the prison, the yeah. prison block. No, they're in the they're in the compactor, and he's got the uh, oh, what's the creature? The name of the creature that's got the tentacle around him. But he's like, shoot oh. it, William, my gun's jammed. That's how oh. they. That's how they freaking. Um, Excuse that one. Yeah, literally, they're like, we'll have a new hope, so we didn't break continuity. That that makes no sense, guy. But falling into a well, yeah. Okay, well, I guess I'm. I agree I'm, with you. It's I'm, stupid. I'm, mis, I'm misplaced on that one. Apparently, um, <laughs> I'll take I'll take my my L. Um, so then I was I was just, uh, I said, uh oh, Dark Trooper made it out. What will happen? And I was just laughing. I said, what the hell? So he has enough padding in the helmet to sustain those blows with no repercussions. I know the metal is strong, but that doesn't save his head from impact inside the helmet getting knocked around as his head sinks into the piping. Best car. I know it's best car, but he's still being knocked into that wall by each punch. You can't, I mean, there's, I, I know the, the metal is like undamageable or whatever, but he's still getting knocked around. Like there's, you can sustain, like whiplash and head injury with a helmet and stuff like that still. So like he's completely fine though. <laughs> yeah. I mean they're just gonna tell you that it's best car, so why why are you complaining? It's stronger than vibranium <sighs> is what they're gonna say. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Hang on, hang on. I, I just put up I just put up a new video. Bullshit, Mr. Handman. <laughs> That's what I had to say about that. Post when you post that and send it to them. <laughs> no, but seriously, like it's this plot armor. Like there's nothing that you can do to hurt Mando because it's he's literal got literal plot armor. Because he because he's got the uh the best car. He's indestructible. <sighs> like it, listen, they're gonna say, Well, if a lightsaber can't go through it, you think a fist will? <laughs> That's what they're gonna say. No, you're not wrong. 
I mean, I hate yeah. them so much. I, I mean, it's, uh, I agree with you. I'm like, how many punches can this guy take? Right. And be, you know, a okay. Not be like a little, like, Oh, kind of like a woozy sort of thing. Like, a, yeah. like but then you that. remember, then you remember, Oh, best car. hundred uh, percent. Save the best then- car. So then I said, now the dark trooper goes uh, Terminator Salvation and just starts throwing Mando around till he gets the Beskar spear. Where did this spear come from, by the way? Mind that you, he got that from the Ahsoka episode. Well, no, for sure. But where on his he had it? He had it with him when he got off of the ship. I didn't Uh, see. I missed. Yeah, he had it. But then when the 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 um. The dark trooper first came out and started attacking him. He dropped it at some point. And I'm like, is this like, it. is this an extendable freaking best part <laughs> spear? This power pole. Um. So then I said, uh, uh, ends with Roboid. Uh, he uh, ends the Roboid and vents the rest out in airlock. So that was that whole fight. Uh, uh, and then I, I was like, I call hacks with a weapon like that. Cara Dune couldn't just be running and hitting everything like a champ. What the hell? Whatever. <laughs> that scene was stupid. She's just, I mean, she's just running down the hall with the damn thing, blasting everyone. I'm like, come on. You already want to say the gun jams. So where's the kickback on it? There's gotta be something, right? Guns I mean, there's apparently, anymore. there's apparently kickback when, uh, wasn't there like kickback when uh, uh, Han Solo was firing Chewbacca's uh, bowcaster in Force Awakens? I mean, come on. Want to pick and choose? Your I don't remember. Kickback? I've literally. I think. I've, I think. I've tried to block my. Um, I don't block blame. that. I don't think I was still drinking at that point in time in my life, but if I was, <laughs> I was probably highly, highly drunk. Oh. <sighs> Oh, uh, what do you, you want to? Oh, God, yeah, let's see what I got. Because I, uh, uh. so I was like, yeah, so I left off at Mando and Bo, uh, Mando and Bo strike a deal for Darksaber. I was like, oh, Joy, an explanation about the Darksaber. Or, I'm sorry, I said, oh, Joy, an explanation about the Dark Troopers. Bivouacked. I was like, so this, so Phoenix Chan, the, the brilliant master assassin, uses the word bivouacked. I was like, I have, what is bivouacked? Like, it sounds like an old, old word so i looked it up these guys literally use the word in the in like the wrong way like they it is it bivouac is past tense and it doesn't fit with what she's like where are they being bivouac so look up the definition of bivouac it makes no sense for you to use the word in that con like in that sentence like it's the dumbest thing ever and i don't think they're smart enough to have realized that so i just put <laughs> bivouac is past tense you used it wrong um every time bo katan takes uh Oh, I was like, yeah, every time she talks, uh, it's just uh, all I hear is the most annoying voice from, uh, or the most annoying, annoying most annoying noise from, from Dumb and Dumber, literally. Right. Uh, and then I, a real skank and a scug pie. I was like, this is a family show, uh, you Disney shysters. Um, the moth is a real ladies' man, got two birds fighting over the worm. Over him. <laughs> Uh, and then I put a emergency docking, launching TIE fighters. Oh my. 
And then I was like, clear the tube. I was like, this scene. I was like, why would you not blast them? Like you, you literally have a Lamba, like a shuttle, which again, like I'm curious, like if they did any type of like identifying them, you know, but like you literally have a ship coming, coming at you and you don't blast them. You're just going to let them like board. I don't care if, if I was in charge of this ship and some Lamba shuttle was coming at, coming at our ship, like, I, I don't care what you, who you are, like you're getting blasted. 100%. Sorry. Sucks to suck. Maybe you should have, I don't know, radioed a little bit sooner. Or, you know. Um, yeah, so I put uh, Boba's, Boba's, Boba's flight is impeccable. Um, I love the Stormtrooper saying, uh, what are you doing? Uh, get this thing out of here. Like, it's literally Crash Guy. Like, how do you, like, <laughs> what, what do you want? The, oh, sorry. Let me just put this, let me put her in reverse and get out of here. It's just so stupid. I was like, I jumped down to uh, enter uh, the dark troopers, and then Mando, so cool, walking out casually. You lazy bastard! Yeah. Um, what do I put here? Uh, uh, I, this is a typo. Um, I'll skip over that. And then I just put uh, the Mandos to Dune and Bo's rescue. Just they just pop out of nowhere, save the day. Um, doo, doo, doo. I don't know if I'll, I might say that I don't know if you got to this part, but I was like, how long does it take to power up these dark troopers? Well, they said it would take, well, like two, like almost maybe like two, a couple of minutes. They said like a couple of minutes. So, so they, they gave, I guess gave themselves time for it being like maybe five to 10 minutes or something like that. I don't know. Like, but why are these, like, why aren't they, uh, already powered up? Like, I don't know. That's a long time to power up. Like, one, I don't know. It just felt like it took forever to power. It, these, it took, uh, it, no, they took their time for sure. Uh, anyway, I, uh, I might end there because I think, I don't know if I went ahead of you or not. Uh, so then, um, yeah, we're, hang on. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. So yeah, Mando goes uh, goes for the kid to find Gideon holding the Womprat hostage. Gideon is trying to seem impressive and maybe even Hannibal Lecter esque, but is this just yawn inducing? Uh, we know you, smarty pants bad guy, get on with it. Um, and then let's see, Gideon almost seems to be acting reasonable, but of course. He naturally starts attacking Mando with the dark saber. As we got told earlier, the only thing it can cut through is, or it can't cut through, is uh, true Beskar. So we know Mando is safe. Literal plot armor. Well, um, I'm telling you. Yeah. You know, if it worked uh, for Mando, it worked for Vader. Well, and then you know, Mando beats somebody. Like I said, he chooses a half measure instead of just killing him right then and there. Um, but I, but I said, Hmm, Mando, de- Mando doesn't seem to be weighed down by the dark saber. Like he is later. Interesting. Almost like they probably created that rule later or as they're going. Right. <laughs> I said, Oh, Mando has got a crush and kept getting alive for Cara Dune for the whole new Republic turn in. Yeah. Um, 
but Gideon starts his talking again and about how uh, Bogotan needs to kill Mando now for the saber. Gideon is having a good laugh as he explains what needs to be done for the dark saber and for Bogotan to properly have it to lead the Mandalorians. I said, "Oh right, <laughs> they're robots. The dark uh, so the dark troopers weren't properly killed, so now they're back." Uh, to cause them havoc because just venting them out into space wasn't going to kill them. And they already showed they could fly in the la the previous uh, two previous episodes ago. You know what's, <laughs> what's kind of interesting? So they, they go around saying, you know, the, the force is sentient and lightsaber crystals are alive, but why wouldn't you think, like, you don't think robots have feelings? You don't think robots are alive? That's they already try they're already try they've already been trying to do that. Like they started some of that uh in uh um in the solo movie with the the, the stupid robot and that. It was, that it was screaming on. about is screaming about droids' rights and shit. I'm just saying, like, I mean, maybe you shouldn't, you know, should have caught on to that. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Anyway, um, can we just talk about real quick, like how what? not to cut you off, but how ridiculous these dark troopers look? Like, I, I don't know what Daviaso <laughs> would say. I'm sure he would say that they look cool. Like, oh, yeah, really? I actually like them. That's a really bad impersonation. I can't do a Daviaso impression, impression, but like they look ab like they are literally ridiculous. They look so incredibly stupid. Like, for like, if your point is to instill fear into somebody. Like choose a different way. Like I don't even know who came up with the concept art, but like, it's just bad. It's so bad. It looks like it kind of reminds me of like who's the the villain in uh, Toy Story? Uh, Buzz well, Lightyear. Uh, hang on, hang on. It's actually not too far off from yeah, from Lucas's. Here they are, the Dark Troopers, the originals, and they kind of no, they those actually look better. Well, they look better, but you can see where they got the design idea. Nah, man, the face is way better. I'm actually, I'm, I peed a little bit just looking at this. <laughs> like, like it is, uh, Legends, it's the true canon. It's, yeah, it's the original Dark Troopers. Oh, and then side note, this is very, very important. I know that we're, we're almost, we might be right on cue. So, Legend, can you explain Legends versus canon? And is there, I got into a, a discussion with somebody at work last night. You may know. Um, but yeah, explain Legends and Canon because it was, you know, and how like Disney, when Disney acquired Lucas, like everything became Legends. Is that, is that not a thing? Yeah, they, well, yeah, when they, when they bought, um, when they bought Lucasfilm and Star Wars and everything, that's, they inherited all that stuff. Yes. He's basically saying, like, anything that's on screen is canon and anything else is legends. Anything that's not on screen is technically legends. So, and this is something that um, OG Star Wars has talked about. And then, um, let me get it real quick. <clears throat> so I don't know if we've talked about it on this show. I, I don't know, know if I've, we have, but I think it's important I know to I've, talk about. I know I've brought this. I, I know I, I remember showing this. So, 
there was the Star the Star Wars the hierarchy of canon. Oh, maybe uh, I'll, official yeah. canon. So G canon, which is George Lucas's six films. Uh, T canon, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, which was Filoni's garbage. Uh, C canon, all expanded universe uh, books, comics, video games, etc. S canon, which was some pre uh, pre Zon works and alternate choices in video games. So pre so uh, so that was like when Marvel did some of the old Star Wars comics mm-hmm. back in the day. So that, I believe that's what I was referring to. And then there's non, uh, not canon, non-canon, uh, Star Wars Infinities and alternate endings to video games. So that sort of stuff. So just so, so like for example, so for like example, uh, the Revenge of the Sith video game on like PlayStation Two and stuff, they had an alternate ending where uh, Anakin did jump over Obi Wan and killed him, and then killed the Emperor, and yeah. <laughs> so stuff like that is stuff that isn't wouldn't have been considered part of the, the, the canon structure. Right. But just to clarify, like Disney's the one that changed it to legends and yeah. Correct. Uh, When Disney, when Disney bought it up, they slapped the legends label on everything outside of um, the six movies and the clone wars. Somehow the clone wars, Filoni probably got on his knees at some point. Yeah. And kept that project alive and within continuity or canon or lore. So how would you respond to that? So if someone says, no, anything on screen is canon, anything else is legends, how would you respond to that? Because I I said, like, no. They're foolish. For one, well, it depends on, again, it depends on what, what era they're talking about. If they're talking about Disney, everything, I mean, no, not everything on screen would be canon. Everything has it. They all right. had their place. Um, yes, you could say, like it, is, like it was the they had the G canon. The George Lucas was you know, right. six movies were that lore, but I mean, even he's referenced how there's the the whole ex- the the all the books that continued uh, continued the storyline of Luke Skywalker and the Skywalker family and with Leia and how it continued right. his themes. Uh, for the most part, but what Disney has done, that isn't his Star Wars. No. Um, so, um, I would, you know, no, not because you, this is the stupid thing because the whole purpose of them sidelining the original uh, lore was so that yeah. they could be creating their own new lore. And that meant comic books, video games, books, you name it. So everything was for Disney intentions. Everything was supposed to be canon. Not just movies, not just what you saw on screen, but what you read and what you played. It was all supposed to be part of the continuity, which is the big part of the whole joke because they couldn't even keep their own shit straight. No. Well, I just tell people like there's there's canon and then there's this. Anything after 2013, you could just safely assume or you just Fuck safely say this. Yeah, that's <laughs> not. Yeah, thank you. That is, that is not canon. But yeah, he said I was like, no. That's I said Disney's the one who who 
made Legends Legends. Like, you know, I've, I've heard Laura talk about, like, how she hates the books that have the Legends cover on it because, like, Disney did it. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to clarify that because I'm sure, I don't know if it's come up in any, I don't know if it's come up with you in conversations at work, but it definitely has for me. And it's like, no, it's, it's not. It's, it's like, oh, it's like, it's like, bless your heart. Like, that's not what it means. Right. You know, <laughs> anybody who's from the South knows when someone says, bless your heart, they're really not saying bless your heart. <laughs> they're really saying that you're just kind of the idiot. condescending pat on the head. Though. Yeah. It's just, like, it's just go yeah, away like, now. Just, just go in a hole and die, please. Do society a favor. Uh, but, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, that, that was a conversation I, that happened at work, and it was like, no. It's almost it was almost like it almost got my blood pressure to the the height that uh oh I told you this I think a couple years ago where I was in the break room and one of this Disney fan was basically told me that Mandalore wasn't a uh title, it was just a planet. I don't remember. No, it was like, yeah, Mandalore wasn't a title. It was, yeah, it was it was not it was a title, it wasn't a planet, and Boba Fett was never Mandalore. He was. And I yeah. And you, as you often do, weren't there, and I had to fend <laughs> for myself with these just and mind you, the person that I was arguing with is no longer as as Jeff uh John Laronidas used to say, we wish you the best with your future endeavors. Um, but you left me there alone with like a pack of hyenas fending for myself. Well, you know, PSA Mandalore is a planet. It is a title. And Boba Fett was Mandalore. Anybody who wants to argue, please do your research. Sorry, (laughs) not sorry. I love these tangents, by the way. We just kind of, Oh no. Yeah. We get off course and then we get back on course and then we get off on, it's like we take a detour, take a pit stop and then we get back on, get into the weeds of it. Yeah. No, I think it's important to, to, to to talk about because you know, there, there are people out there who don't, don't know that Mandalore was a planet or they don't. So it's like, we're trying to help you help (laughs) us help you. Yeah. Sorry. I'll, uh, I won't. Okay. We're, uh, the Death Troopers or the Dark oh, Troopers? Yeah, or... uh... yeah, that's right. The Dark Troopers are on the way. Um, I said, well, they certainly don't don't move with any sense of urgency. And I was laughing. So you're meaning to tell me these big, scary Dark Troopers with all the that are uh, Imperial made are stopped by an Imperial door? And their only option is to punch it open? You're telling yeah. me they don't have the means to override the door locks or ability to slice or hack in the door systems to open that 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 what a freaking astromech droid can do. What, what no. is Obi-Wan? What is Obi-Wan but no, say? punch well, doors. If, if droids could think, there'd be none of us uh, left, would there? Oh, what does he say? He's like, <laughs> if there were if droids could think. There would be oh, what does he say? There would be um, there wouldn't know. be any of us left. Would yeah, that's what he says. He says if Joyce could think, there wouldn't uh, be any of us left. Would there? Uh, and I and I said, can Gideon just shut up for a moment? And then it was huh, a lone X-wing. Who could this be? Uh, 
Hulk's figure, you say? Hmm. Oh, a lightsaber. Is that? Yep. It's Jake Skywalker. Um, Gideon takes his moment to strike while everyone's distracted and blasts Bo-Katan and tries to go for the kid and tries to off himself, but no luck. Uh, Womp Rat seems interested by, uh, by Luke laying waste to the droids. Uh, and then, so are we not going to get the force theme through any of this or anything? So no Star Wars music in a, in a Star Wars well, show. Gotcha. They, they didn't know that they could use John Williams. Music. Well, well, uh, so I was like, Oh, force crush. Neat. I said, ah, Oh, now we get a tune of Star Wars music. Could have used that for the fight, but though, but whatever. Wow, Jake Skywalker. No, hey, is everyone all right? Or I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to help. Is everyone okay? No, just Jake Skywalker being a dick. Yeah. Uh, Wamprat needs permission. It seems to leave, but all of this means nothing anyway. Because we know what that they just farted away with those two episodes in Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, we get another helmet removal. Wow, twice this season, and to see his face. Dang. Okay, I would have laughed if Grogu started humping his leg because he was on the, he had put him down on the ground, but then he was like hugging his leg and looking yeah. up at him, and I thought it would have been kind of funny if he just started humping his leg. Well, um, yeah. Huh, so there's R2 as well. We got to get that extra key jangle in. Droids, uh, the droid seems to be the one, the one to get Grogu's attention to go. Interesting. I'm guessing a little hint there. Yeah. Although when that's going to be paid off, I don't know because Grogu already left the freaking temple. Um. The God Luke's face is uncanny valley weird. But we know Wamprat leaving uh, won't last long because that, uh, that's their cash cow. I said, oh, it's an after credit scene. Fucking hell, it's Tatooine. Oh, Whoa. I didn't even watch that. I didn't, I didn't watch <laughs> that. I turned it off immediately. <laughs> Whoa, who's that fat Twi'lek? Holy shit, is that Bib Fortuna? Did he find Jabba's body and eat him? Damn, Bo Boba, don't, do, don't even do anything yourself, eh? Ah, he shoots the lard-ass Bib Fortuna. Well, at least he did something. Wait, he's taking up the seat. Uh, okay. And here we go into lame-ass Book of Boba Fat. That was my notes. All right. Where were you? Yeah. Um, I've got... Um... Oh, I gotta scroll back down. Oh, yeah. So I was like, um... I was just like I said, uh, they look absolutely ridiculous. I said, This episode wouldn't be complete without Finnick, the master assassin. Um, I was like, Are these all female Mandos? Uh, I was like, Blast yeah. it. Or, and then that's what I, the next one, I was like, Blast it, William, my gun's jammed. I was like, So stupid. Like, ah, my gun's jammed. Like, ugh. Ugh. Um, uh, I was like, The, yeah. Oh, I said these death troopers must be strong, but not strong enough for best car. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
I was like, yes, kill it with fire. Dang it, didn't work. Use the birds. Darny, nothing. I was like, where did the, and then that's what I said. Uh, where did the his best car spirit his, his best car spirit come from? Because it looks like it just came out of nowhere. He literally just went back, like you know, went back, and it just like just I don't know. It, I, I didn't see where it went. It's like he's hiding it up his sleeve. Um, I was like. <laughs> And then this is what, like, I just dumbfounded me. I was like, all these stormtroopers and not one got a shot off. So Cara Dune comes rolling in here, hot and heavy, but not a single stormtrooper gets a shot fired. Not a one. Not a, not a single one. And the then I wrote, suck. like, why? and I was like, why wouldn't this bridge be better protected? Like, you probably had, what, there's probably 12, 13 stormtroopers there, maybe less. Like, I, I couldn't, I didn't count everyone, but it's like, you would think that the bridge... Of this star cruiser would be better well protected. I don't know. You'd Maybe think I'm crazy. For Moff Gideon's ship, he would for, have better like, security on the whole damn thing. And like I said, I don't know if Moff is a grand Moff or if he's just a Moff. I, I don't know. They haven't established it. And I, I, they probably, you know, they're not probably smart enough to know what a grand Moff is. I don't know. But you would think that it would be better, better protected than it was. And that just, yeah. Anyways, um, I was like, well, the long-awaited meeting. I, I thought about quoting A New Hope, and I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to taint A New Hope, giving them uh, – I'm not going to take this line from Vader and uh, Obi-Wan and, and twist it around. So, But I was like, the long-awaited meeting between Mando and Moff and the Womp Rat. Uh, <laughs> Mando, Mando wants the kid. As then Moff reveals he knows all, and he does. Well played, Moff. Well played. Uh, a much and then I was like a much better duel than what we got in Kenobi. <laughs> um, uh, I I mean, like, what are your thoughts? Like, what do you think? Like, I I saw I was like uh, this is a much better. Like, listen, I'm not giving any credit to Flunny. I'm just saying that this was a much better fight than than Kenobi. Like, tell me I'm wrong. Um, Would you rather have the rock, the boulder throwing? Uh, oh, Boulder Dash. Oh, yeah. Like, what are your thoughts? Like, I maybe I'm crazy. Maybe listen, I did watch this like three in the morning after eating pasta. So, <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't. No, I, I it wasn't. It wasn't as bad as the Kenobi fight. You're right. It was. It was just. It was just okay. I guess that's all. I, I mean, that's been my whole thoughts and feelings on. But that's. But listen, that's how bad. in general, it's okay. That's how bad Kenobi was, though. When you when you when you say that the fight between Moff Gideon and Mando is better than Obi Wan and Vader, like that's saying something because that was the most dog water fight ever. Literally, like my cat and dog fight better than what we saw in Kenobi. It's how bad it is. Like, anyways, more or less, um, yeah. I no, really just I'm not, said no, that because I wanted to get you see. I want to get you riled yeah, up. You're, you're you not wrong. Um, I was like, uh, I was like, Moff knew he wouldn't kill him, or did he? Question mark. Bo is surprised. Uh, Moff is a smart cookie. I like him. Uh, boarded, <laughs> boarded by who? I was like, oh joy. Um, more death troopers, or I said, oh joy. More death trooper. I don't know. Disregard that one, but I was like, uh, that's rude, Dune. Uh, Mando hides the Womp Rat. Uh, punching. This is what it's come down to. 
literally punching the yeah. door. Yeah. Um, I said, an X-Wing? Oh, my, who could it be? A Jedi? But Order 66? Moff is scared out of his mind, then finds his bollocks, and he's out. Who's in the elevator? Nostalgia party of one. Uh, <laughs> Womp Brant senses Luke, or he's hungry. Luke has arrived for Grogu. Or he has Mando. gas. Yeah. Uh, Mando not down with giving him up. Luke pressing hard to get the child. Uh, Mando finally gives up the Womp Rat. Uh, you broke the code again. That's like, I know I said. Luke, Luke like again. a Disney employee, is really yeah. after that kid. I said, you broke the code again. That's four, Junior. Like, he's literally taken his element off more than four times, I can recall. He freaking did it when he was eating the cheese and crackers on the patio at that rice paddy planet. Uh, he did it. Well, he was hidden now. The droid, he couldn't be seen. The droid was, you telling me like the, those kids didn't see his face on that patio? Like, listen, kids are savages. They can smell food from a mile away. <laughs> you know that they saw him eating those cheese and crackers. But then yeah. he did it when the, the, the droid was trying to save his life. And then the argument was like, well, it's a droid. He's not a person. Listen, you literally tell me that crystals are alive. And the force is sentient. So, like, you know, like, go go somewhere, guy. Like, oh, it's a droid. He's not a human. Like, no. Go suck a fart. You don't get that. So, that's so contradictory. You don't get to, you don't get to use that argument. You're stupid calling a white, saying a lightsaber. A crit, an inanimate object is alive. Like, shut up. <laughs> go sit down. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Um, what am I? I said, uh, Mando finally gives up the Womp Rat. Um, oh, no, I already did. I'm sorry. And then I was like, uh, what a lovely moment between R2 and the Womp Rat. <laughs> then I just put, Luke's out the end by. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, then, I, then I ended it. I didn't even watch the post-credits. I guess I, I guess I did remember that there was post-credits, but I was so excited that it was finally, in, that it was it finally was done. done with. I, dude, I'm telling you, man, it was, it was rough. It was rough. Like, I did not want to watch it. I, at seven minutes into this, like I told you, I text you at seven minutes in to this episode. I was just done. Like I, I listen. You were I would already never, tapping out. <laughs> listen, we're we're men of integrity, and we would never read cliff notes to prepare for the show. I don't know who ever had that idea. Whoever did have that idea is either really really smart or not ethical. But I literally thought about it. I thought about just getting cliff notes at seven minutes in because I like I was like I can't I can't I can't do this. <laughs> So, uh, there it is, folks. Mando season two. We made it through it, and we didn't hurt anybody or ourselves. So uh, excited for season three! Oh God, when does that one start again? I don't know. We have to make it through. We have to first decide if we're doing visions or not, because I really need to know how much chocolate oh, milk I need to buy and drink. Um, because oh. Andor's coming, Andor's next. Yeah, Andor. <laughs> Did we want to watch the <laughs> what the, the Lego Star Wars, bro? I think it would be absolutely hilarious because you got you were so excited. Either you were really, <laughs> either you were really sarcastic, or you were. Really I was excited. really sarcastic, okay, but at the same time, really... at the same time, I was almost feeling evil enough to want to do it. I was like, listen, um, this can't be any worse than Ninjango. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we got until August 31st. 
next week, I was thinking we could we would maybe do more of like a we'll we'll talk about maybe some fun stuff. We'll we'll get a little nostalgic because yeah. my brother actually kind of came up with this. He, he actually no, not kind of he did came up with this idea of doing like kind of a nostalgia stream. Uh, yeah, but we get we'll maybe like bring like to the table our favorite movie book video game. I love it. Yeah, let's and do we'll, it. we'll. I think we'll we need a good discuss. And then, like you said, like you said, we'll also we'll just do flat out our favorite lightsabers and stuff like that. So I think it'll be kind maybe of our, a, favorite our our own little therapeutic. Yeah. You know, and I'll try and find maybe another like fan film to check out. Yeah, um, that's no, I like good. it. We need a good palate cleanse after just, yeah, we need to, I think we need a fun episode to where we're not wanting to go off ourselves after. <laughs> yeah. oh, like, good it's Lord. so bad that after our, after our show, like the last couple of shows after the show, like I literally go to Walmart so I can feel better about my life. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. Wow. I literally, I'm so, I'm so just want to break something that i'll just go to walmart I'm like you know i like the, the show wasn't that bad like you know my life's not that bad man it has its ups and downs but it ain't that bad yeah it's not it, listen it's like listen it's not as bad as you know these two guys racing in this mark cart throwing bananas at, you think i'm joking throwing bananas at walmart in the mark cart trying to oh, race. i thought you're talking about playing mario kart or something no like <laughs> no in real life though they're they're racing mark carts throwing bananas at walmart Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, yeah, I like that. That's. I don't know, Davi. Also, he might listen to this show, and he's like, "I'm never coming on again." I think he's already in that. Well, he said he was. Um, so he's doing his whole cosplay thing. He's putting together a shield and stuff. I forgot what the hell the cosplay was. It's probably Marvel. He. I no, pay him was, for a Marvel guy. I think it's some character from the boys. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the I mean, he showed me the shield. It was looking really cool, especially yeah. like after he started doing like some work on it. So I know he uh, he sent me a text saying how he was. Uh, I, he said uh, he said I'll try to join later, finishing up the straps on the shield. So he was still trying to get that worked out because he's yeah. having some problems with it, like staying on. So uh, should have yeah. bought the best car. <laughs> Oh god! I yeah, know that'll be fun next week. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, like we kind of like like I said for the uh, like I said for the title of this episode, going off the rails a bit. And I felt like that's yeah. kind of what we did with getting to talk about uh, Ripa's R- Ripaverse and everything. So uh, yeah, I bring some, listen, if, I'm if you want to bring something to the table, cool. Yeah. I don't mind. I like I said from the start. I I leave free reign to be able to talk about what what the hell we want it's just mostly right with this show yeah we'll talk, be talking about but freaking star wars but yeah leave something on the side just to sneak just to bring in and be like we need something else sometimes. well like it, it's like positive yeah. you know well and that's what i like about it because like you're you're a manga fan right and i'm a comic book mm-hmm. fan and i've never read manga pretty much because i'm dyslexic and i would actually probably <laughs> read from the back to the front it's 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 just it takes I, uh, a bit of getting used to it I first. Be. Like I, I the the thing is, dude. Like when I try and like go and read like a recent Spider-Man comic or something, I, 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 I have to force myself to remember. Oh yeah, it's 
left to right and not right to left. I do. I just have, I would be, if I ever read Berserk, I'd come back and just be pissed. You're like, yeah, I read this fucking, this thing made no sense whatsoever. Like I spent 50 bucks on this. I'd have to tell you, no, no, no. You have to read from this side and go. (laughs) I'd be so mad. I literally, I'd be, I'd be, it'd take me four weeks to get through this book. And like, it makes no sense. It's like, everybody's dead. Like, I don't understand it. Like everybody, like, it's like some weird Twilight. You even you know, he picked up the latest. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what the hell? Yeah, I mean, so this is stupid. Manga is stupid. I, I, I don't understand. I don't know how you like it. You know. And you know, like I'll, you know, it's not for everyone. Just like comics aren't for everyone well, too. But, you know. It's probably not for people like me who are dyslexic. That can't, you know, I have hard enough time <laughs> reading comic books. You know, I had to watch it. You know, no, I'm just joking. But you know, you got to be. Listen, those sometimes those panels can be confusing, left to right. Man. It'll throw you sometimes. It'll throw you. Yeah. Well, is there you? You got anything going on? You no. doing? Uh, I'll be trying to get back to doing uh, the uh, Republic Commando streams um, to get through that game. Like I said you, earlier, I'm trying to at all? probably. Probably maybe like when maybe like Wednesday or Thursday I'll I'll do it then or maybe I don't know I'll fit something in but may probably between one of those days Wednesday or Thursday because those are my days off. Nice. Um. Otherwise, I uh, I just gotta figure out how I want to edit down the first part the first playthrough that I did, or if I just want to sl- just like cut out a couple of things and then slap the whole thing up. I think do that, man. I think honestly, it's it's a short enough game where like I enjoy watch. Like when I watch your streams, I enjoy watching uh, it live. The but, whole, you know, the whole. I I do but hour to two playthrough. I do, but you know, some people don't have an hour or two to. No, that, that's why I was like cutting down the uh, Jedi Outcast playthrough. Uh, but that I always felt was uh, so much more easier <laughs> to do. Yeah, I don't know why. Just it just was. I'll figure something out though. I think it's also just nostalgia watching someone else play through it and yeah. them not having to get hung up on the areas that I got hung up with it makes me feel even more You stupid. don't have yeah, you aren't the one getting angry at the freaking yeah. game. God dang it. I was like, oh stop it. So I understand. <laughs> well good right. stuff. So yeah, yeah, next week. So pumped, so excited not to have to watch anything uh Disney related. It'll be a nice break. A nice for break. sure. I'm sure there'll be plenty of other stuff that we can get angry at, <laughs> or we'll just well, keep it completely chill. We have to. We have to at least chill. have. One, yeah, maybe we'll have to at least have. It'll one be a happy stream. Yes, we haven't had one of those in a long time. <laughs> All right. So All with right. That, I say good night, everybody. Have a good one. <laughs>